Welcome back, everyone, to another fantastic episode of Elder Scrolls Off the Record, a Quest Gaming Network production available for download on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and QuestGamingNetwork.com. Today's record date is Freydos. I'm in love. <laughs> First seed the 27th. And I am your host and fellow Tamrielic Traveler and the man who likes to cliff dive in the middle of boss fights, Eve Arwen. And I've uh, I've got my my wonderful host with me tonight, uh, starting with uh, my pocket healer. I ain't your pocket healer. <laughs> Shoot, Liz, Mistress LeBeau. Hi. Uh, and of course, he's Charlie to his rages angels. Rob, rage philosophy. Good morning, angels. Good morning, Charlie. <laughs> oh, that was creepy. Yeah, it was creepy. Yeah. I was I'm not doing this to be the only response. <laughs> Looks like she kind of was. Start the show. I probably should have said, <laughs> Good morning, Rage. <laughs> 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 All right, we shall never speak of this again. Well, if one of those angels was an orc, it'd be more like morning, Rage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Now, now the chat room is saying, uh, now we, we have an echo, and... There we go. That should have reduced the. <laughs> there we go. We got it now. Um, and of course, uh, the engineer of awesome, Mike, the Tamrielic historian. Hello, everybody. I had to, uh, make a pact with, uh, the King of Worms in order to be here today. So, uh, he prescribed me all kinds of good stuff, though, to get me back from the dead. Oh, oh my. Uh, yeah, we're like Soul the. Was that Liz? Soul Gems? Soul Gems? Uh, would have been nice, you know, bring me back that way. Yeah, Complete yeah, res with full healing. Totally good, you know, all your buffs intact. Yeah, that would have been great. Well, lest us not be rude and, and forget our our awesome special guest, uh, forged in the fires of Bethesda Bugs over many, many a year, uh, Mark from Classic Elder Scrolls, the Sonarist. Oh, thanks for having me. And I have passed beyond the walls of dungeons, fallen through the void that is that lies between worlds. These petty little online bugs need mean nothing to me. <laughs> was that prepared? <laughs> <laughs> A little bit, yeah. That, uh, that was damn near Shakespearean. <laughs> it's pretty good. Oh boy, we've got. It's um, you know, it's not eleven o'clock in the morning. He actually has all of his wits about him. <laughs> Let's not promise them things that we can't follow up on. <laughs> it's uh, it's a different recording for sure. Uh, when we do this show at you know later on at, at, at night, and versus classic Elder Scrolls, where I'm just kind of like hunkered over my microphone like this, like okay, guys, we're gonna play something today. <laughs> and, like everyone's falling asleep and. I remember the first time uh, the guys from my X Nation show heard me at night. They were like, "Are you the same person? Why don't you do this at 10 a.m. on a Sunday?" Um, because I'm asleep. <laughs> yeah, coffee hasn't kicked in yet, and I just don't care. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I got to admit, I mean, they, we we really have no express reason to to have Mark on the show today, uh, w- other than the simple fact that you know he's. He's a part of the Elder Scrolls crew, and um, and we just don't hear from him, you know, quite enough. I thought, in in my opinion, so I wanted to have Mark on the show today. Just say, you know, hey guys, and it's nice to it's nice to have him here. So, I mean, don't expect anything, you know, uh, um, 
extra special, I suppose, with Mark just being here. He's just, just going to hang out with us and have a nice time, I suppose. Yeah, no, it's great to be here. And, uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. Yeah, of course. Is it going to be like that Fifthly Casuals event that we did with the four of us that ganged up on him at the very end? <laughs> Is this going to end with me bleeding to death? <laughs> no, no, Mark. It might, if things go my way. <laughs> I'm taking my whole soulless husk and going home. <laughs> Aww. Screw you guys and going home. Nah, we'll take care of you today, Mark. No worries. <laughs> For the record, Mark is an absolutely great player in ESO. Uh, you can't, you can't, you can barely kill him. We had to gang up on him, and he's the highest level out of all of us. This is this is true. <laughs> That's yeah. because this is like one of three characters I have, and the other ones are like the other. One of them is like level nine, and the other one only from playing a lot in the last month has reached level thirty-five, thirty-seven. So yeah, I've kind of been pretty focused on the one guy, and that's that's a good thing to do in oh, in, yeah. uh, in ESO. I mean, of course, alting is a is a huge thing, but don't discount uh, being, I suppose, uh, character monogamous. If I can coin a brand new term, how about that? <laughs> um. So we got uh, we've got quite quite the show ahead of you today. There's lots to talk about, um, but we're going to sort of uh, approach it in a, in a in a little different manner, I, I think. Um, number one, though, is uh, Liz on the sponsors. What? Oh, um, I was I was tap- typing out how wonderful Mark is in the chat. Uh, just letting people know. Oh. So <laughs> we have sponsors. Our show is sponsored in part by tweakedaudio.com, quality earphones, earbuds, really, and 30% off with our code off the record, alttweakedaudio.com. That's all one word. And by audible.com. Download your free book today at audibletrial.com slash network. That way, kids, you can get your homework done. You can do the reading and play games at the same time. And- well, I wonder if they have um, any of them by uh, Christopher Walken there. Any narrated by him. <laughs> I don't know. What does Christopher Walken have to say about that? I'm not doing it on the podcast. Oh, oh, come on. Oh, man. Oh, come on. You can't leave him hanging. Cleveland. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> no. No. <laughs> can't do that without Maybe profanity. later. We also have some iTunes five-star reviewers. Awesome. Mehe123. Memory Overdrive. Zephin55. And Flippy the Duck. I love I love our our uh, our, <laughs> our iTunes uh, five star reviewers. They have some of the greatest names ever, and they uh, do, and they say very nice things. And oh yeah, Evarwin was squeeing over a few of them. Yeah, very nice comments uh, came came our way this this week, of course. Um, so thank you very much to our iTunes five star reviewers, uh, and of course to to Tweaked Audio for sponsoring our show today. Uh, like we were saying, thirty percent off with off the record, and of course shipping's free. So whatever you get off of their website, tweakedaudio.com, uh, when you use the code off the record, thirty percent off the price, they'll ship it to you for free. So it's it's a good discount. And of course uh, at Audible, thank you for our our sponsor as well, audibletrial.com, Quest Gaming Network. Uh, so Rob, what are we doing today? Well, today we're going to be uh, starting off talking about uh, some of our week in game. Uh, it's going to include Elder Scrolls Online. We're also going to have some Oblivion and Morrowind. Uh, maybe some Skyrim in there if we got some time. But for some major discussion topics, 
first off, the creation kit for uh, Skyrim is now limitless. Ah, yes, 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 yes. Massive mods. Ah, Huge yes. mods. Why am I doing Unlimited modern land mods. <laughs> she has large mods. <laughs> <laughs> Please somebody put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> With that face, too. Right there. There you go. <laughs> also, also uh, we're going to be talking about patch 2.0.2 of Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, a little bit of PvP love. So, up in arms. And also, uh, the ESO Live update, which occurred today. Talking about some more uh, Crown Store items, plus more. Mm-hmm. And we do have a Rage of the Week this week. So stay tuned. I will throw that in at my convenience. Very good. Uh, Of course, we've got your tweets and emails. And uh, we've got some uh, cool things coming up in our ESOTR guilds that you definitely need to be 100% aware of. Uh, Especially tonight, right after we record this show, uh, we have a RP event for... um, uh, don't. Meridia. 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 I was like, it's not Sendar. It's. <laughs> <laughs> I thought uh, you were going to say Dawnguard. Oh, yeah, for oh. Dawnguard. That's a, her, our newest guild. It's a super secret one. Oh, oh, super secret squirrel guild? Yeah. yeah. ESOTR Dawnguard. Okay. All right. Uh, very good. It's so secretive, we're not in it. I, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely not in it. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, don't forget, right after the show tonight, uh, will be an ESOTR Meridia event. Killer Among Us, uh, the murder mystery deepens as guild members track down clues to find cold-blooded killer. Uh, meet up on the QGN TeamSpeak Meridia event channel right after the show. So it's going to be a lot of fun, guys. Uh, you don't have, you didn't have to tar- take part in the first one in order to enjoy the second one at all. And uh, it's a very, very uh, cool uh, event that we got planned out for you guys. So For those of you... Uh, um- looking to join this event the TeamSpeak information is on our guild page as well um e- even in game uh so i wouldn't bombard people with questions on how to get it's right there yeah <laughs> and even if you can't speak in TeamSpeak, you know if you don't have a microphone you should still have it just so you can hear the narration of what's going on and be aware of you know the clues and everything so yeah. go ahead and set it up now because it might take you a while if you don't have it. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's real cool stuff. Um, oh, we've got information on the QGN website. Uh, for those of you who are in the live chat room, all you got to do is just run right underneath our, our little viewer image here or underneath the video. Just click on the QGN logo. It takes you automatically to the site. Click on blog, and uh, the information is there. You'll see it. Uh, Liz, before we get any, everything underway, we've got something quick to mention. Yes. Collectors, prick your ears up for the Bull Netch Plush is now available on the Bethesda store for 20 bucks and at GamingHeads.com. And it's a 7 by 8 by 12 inch plush toy that is great for all ages, including, um, what, 30 something for Rage and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and it's great for all ages and will ship out this Tuesday, March 31st. But 7 remember, by 8 by you- 12? If you I, still I, I don't, don't have one of these, make sure that you get there and get him because these might go fast too, especially if Rage has his way. Go uh-huh, buy exactly. the whole store. I will. I mean, like, have you seven... told your wife yet that you've bought two of these? I, she bought them, not me. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> seven by eight by 12, that's a huge niche. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> When I, when they announced these things, I showed my wife, and she said, "No, no, we are not having that in the bedroom or in the 
We're not having that in the living room. Whoa. And I said, well, 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 well heart, we're either just playing in the living room or in the bedroom. It's your choice. And I'm on the couch ever since. Oh. <laughs> um, and the crabby needs a friend, though. <laughs> I don't think that helps. The, the nests are not pleasant to look at. And besides, she knows that mud crabs are soulless and friendless and filled with nothing but hate. Oh, so they she, hate Mondays, it looks like. It wasn't a problem oh. letting that into the house then. Yeah. <laughs> um, Rob, we, we've got something else, right? Uh, yes, volume one of a new lore book series called Tales of Tamriel uh, is available for pre-order on the Bethesda store for 35 crowns, I, I mean uh, dollars, and will ship on April 21st. This, so If I could spend crowns on that, I would. Exa- yeah, I, oh, you know, I, I would too. I, I totally would, too. Uh, this hardcover 232-page tome is jam-packed with lore and text from the game and tells an adventure through the battlefields and lands of Tamriel. Lore gurus would not want to miss this one. Mm-mm, hell no. Mm-hmm. 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 Cool stuff. Don't want to miss out on that one, man. Hell no. We need to have some of these for classic of Arwen. I think we need this as, you know, as a tax write-off here. Yeah, you know, I think, I, I think <laughs> it's right there. The yeah. show. <laughs> yeah. uh, if you go to Bethesda, they've got the actual, like, previews on their website, and they look amazing. Like, just yeah. the illustrations that are on the pages, and just utterly amazing. Oh, yeah. It's, it's definitely a, a huge... I was thinking about buying it, and then I remembered exactly how many times I've opened up the books that I have purchased so far. <laughs> And I said, you know what, maybe I'll be a little conservative with my money this year, <laughs> since I am trying to buy a house. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Well, listen, we're actually going to jump into our gameplay, and it's going to be the lion's share of our podcast. Now, there is a lot to talk about, and we will get into the news. As you heard earlier, we are going to be tackling some some pretty hefty topics, um, especially in regards to... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, there was a XP XP potion that was data mined. Um, yeah, we're hitting that. We're hitting that hard, like a like a like a hammer, like a rock, like a something. I don't know, but anyway, we're getting truck. Um, but we're gonna do like I said, we're doing things a little bit differently. So so uh, we like uh, we like your feedback. Let us know how you enjoy this show, and uh, if you enjoy it, we'll keep on doing it. Uh, until then, we'll see you in the gameplay section right after this. Okay, from Elder Scrolls Online to Oblivion, a dash of Morrowind, and a little bit of Skyrim. Uh, we we've played we've played a lot this week. I definitely have for sure, and um, I I enjoyed myself in in all the different uh, Elder Scrolls games I I possibly could have this week. Um, but uh, but more than that, why don't we why don't we get started off with with our guest because um, we haven't heard nearly enough from him just yet uh, this week. Mark, what uh, what did you what, what was your gameplay this week like? Well, for the most part, uh, with me, I've spent a lot of time on ESO, sort of uh, you know leveling up one of my other characters, getting a couple of uh, 
you know, champion points and searching for some items for an upcoming Stendar event. Um, but uh, one of the things I've been, well, one of the things I was doing a lot of much earlier was um, I've been uh, streaming the ser- uh, Red Guard for a while now, and. I think I've almost got everything I need to get streaming with that again. And I'll have to talk to you about the show uh, after the show with it because I think I've got this figured out finally. With uh, the Red Guard stream? Yeah, because I, I figured out exactly what it is and I think I've got all the ways to get it working now. Oh, excellent, excellent. So um, so we might actually get a Red Guard stream uh, this, this week coming up. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Oh, I think nice. one yeah. way or another I can get that going. Um, but... I've had to replay Red Guard twice. The oh first God. time I had to replay it because in order to avoid a game-ending bug and also in order to um, show everyone the beauty of the greatest graphics 1998 could come up with, <laughs> um, I had to switch to a different program. And just because I was now working with the 3D accelerated version, it, the, my old saves were, no, were useless now. So I had to replay and get caught up. Then my computer died. How long did dies. that take you, Mark? That took me, I think, maybe six hours, just oh because God. I now knew what I was doing, <laughs> and that, that was point. fast. Yeah, and that was fast. You, you uh, are a trooper. You are a dedicated <laughs> trooper. You certainly are. Well, uh, then Mark, my computer. Yeah. Stop lying. You did it so that you could hear <laughs> those lovely voice actors. You know oh, that yeah. was the oh. entire reason to play it twice. One I hear his glorious I- voices that haunt me in my sleep, even to this day. I love that guy that sounds like old Chris Rock. He's like, hey, I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> he, he's just, you, know, you, you talk to him, he's like, oh, oh, what the hell am I? Why is this here? Um, But yeah, I mean, so then my computer dies on me and I lose the saves. So after you play again further on and so that took me about another 10 hours because i was able to shorten it beforehand oh lord so i've reached the point in the game where spoilers for the almost 20 year old game you kill a dragon in it and Uh this is the first time that you had an actual dragon fight in an elder scrolls game and you know uh cyrus the main character he is not a dragonborn or anything he had yet he still takes the dragon down they still use um, their voice, though. Pardon? They, all of the characters still use their voice to kill that dragon. <laughs> yes, that is true. The dragon committed suicide after Mariah talked to him for a while. <laughs> Clavicus Vile tipped him over the edge. <laughs> well, Mark, before you go on, I, I want to yeah. ask you, maybe you can sort of um, uh, tell tell people who may not be familiar with Red Guard. Um, what, what, is, what is Red Guard? Where did it take place in, in the series? And oh, yeah. Give us a little introduction on, on Red Guard. Sure. Um, long story short, Red Guard is the fourth computer game that came out in the series. It goes arena, arguably, uh, and you have to listen to, to classic to understand the arguably. Uh, Daggerfall, Battlespire, which is something I will be streaming after I'm done with Red Guard. Oh my. And then Redguard. Redguard itself was very different from anything that came before it. You had it was sort of an action adventure, a bit like um, it was. So, it was kind of like, uh, yeah. I mean, it, it was. Yeah. yeah, it was like taking Tomb Raider and mixing it with one of That's the old a- um, Lucas, like Monkey Island or something, in a in a way. Right, or or maybe more along like like a like a Legend of Zelda type of. Yeah, it's yeah, like a, a like cross that. between Zelda and Elder Scrolls. Yeah. So. Um, 
so basically you had a set character it's a set story it was the it was completely voice acted and everything with amazing voice actors no Just, no no rpg elements at all whatsoever right there was no way you could customize the character like no yeah there's there's no you don't get to change weapons you don't get to change armor cyrus starts knowing how to use a sword and how he uses a, basically you never le- learn any other moves you never the only way you improve is by your own personal as a player skills getting better at fighting. Right. So That's, you're just swinging this sword away and experiencing the story like you would most adventure games. Exactly. Completely on the rails. Yeah. yeah. So it was a very different game from from everything else. So and the whole thing is basically Cyrus is a red guard who comes back um to the island of Stros Mackay after he gets a letter that his sister has disappeared. Which is... And he's avoided... Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, which Stros Mackay um, is the is the starting zone in the Daggerfall Covenant. For for those of you who may not have made that, that connection just yet, um, or maybe you're wondering why does that sound familiar, so in Redguard, you are in Stros Mackay all the way back then in 1998 when this game first came out. And, and here in Elder Scrolls Online, when you start in the Daggerfall Covenant, that's the first, uh, that's the first zone you're in. Oh yeah. And the, fu- actually, uh, as a side digression there, the fun part is, uh, the game itself came with a paper map of the island. And in the beta. Shut up, Liz. I just, <laughs> uh, in, in the beta, I decided I'm gonna stay. <laughs> I can help it. I'm sorry. A paper map they they lit on fire at the corners because it's all charred along the entire edges in the corners. Yeah, everyone was personally lit on fire, right? Yeah, yeah. From the, I'm not sure if they did it. Everyone was wife. personally lit on fire for this. Jesus. Yeah. Well, you heard the voice acting, didn't you, Liz? Well, this is the first Burning Man. Up, uh. <laughs> but um, yeah. So uh, when I played the beta, beta of ESO and I first found myself in Stros Mackay, I was like, wait a second. I'd been here before, and I ran, and I quickly dug out the uh, the map, and was like, "They're using the same map." So you know that was a nice little thing. Um, but the game itself takes place uh, about three hundred years after ESO, so it literally is occurring as Tiber Septum Talos is taking over, ta- conquering Tamriel. In fact, it takes place after he's just finished conquering Hammerfell, and he has yet to move on to any of the non-human lands yet. Wow, so, so it takes place right after Talos. Oh yeah, apparently apparently he shows up at the very very end or something like in a cutscene from from what I've heard. We'll we'll find out. We'll 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 see I if that's true. I wonder if Rasmo voices him too. Oh, wouldn't that be wonderful? <laughs> oh, you mean this one? <laughs> well, he had better have the best voice out of all the other actors. <laughs> Here's here's uh let me ask you a question, Mark. You might you might actually know this answer. Uh, it's a it's a little little bit of a lore connection. Um, Oblivion, right? Yeah, was the end of the Septum Dynasty. Yeah, yeah. No, for the for the most part, there are a couple of hanging loose lore ends there that kind of mm, the it's the end of the Septum Empire, but there's still Septums around because of old lore that they never cleaned up. Right, right, yeah, I, I know what you're getting at the 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 weird thing that happened in in uh, Orsinium, right? Yeah, b- okay. basically, um, for anyone who isn't aware, because of something that is stated outright in Daggerfall, there are orcs with septum blood. La 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 la. la. <laughs> Let me repeat for mice. <laughs> there are orcs who are septums and thus could sit light the dragon fires. 
So here's a question. <laughs> um, now the septums were 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 special, right? Because they were able to light the dragon fires. They were they had they had dragon blood in them, correct? Yeah. Okay. So wouldn't that mean that they are dragonborn? That's actually what every emperor has been called. And right. Uh, that's yeah. and that's where I started like hearing like some of these like little dots in my head just started I started drawing connections earlier this week. So if the septums are dragonborn, is it possible that your character in Skyrim could be the emperor? If, if I he recall, were to go to the White Gold Tower during the events if, of Skyrim? If I recall correctly, um the end of oblivion basically means that the dragon fires are no longer needed. So Technic, basically, the whole purpose with being dragonborn was you could light these, and it would strengthen the bonds against um, against oblivion. Basically, it was the sign that you had Akatosh's uh, backing up for your the divinity of your rule, as it were. Right. So, as long as you could buy, get people to buy into that, you'd be golden. But I think that by the fourth era, it the the dragon fires are no longer a prerequisite. Because um, I, it, I'm, I can't recall. It's been a long time since I've actually finished Oblivion. And I was working on that before my computer died and I lost those saves. Okay. But, see, now the thing oh, no, is, yeah. I just see a plot device here that could, you know, a loose end that could, you know, make its way into Elder Scrolls Six, where it's just like, you know, hey, uh, we lost the Emperor um, in, in, uh, in, in Oblivion. Um, they're carrying on this this idea in um, in Skyrim as as you are dragonborn and and maybe if the player makes the connection they can see that in Elder Scrolls Six they're still they're still dragonborn um, out there they're still in quotes septums out there why don't we march why don't we march a player character back into Cyrodiil and have them reestablish the Septum Dynasty as Elder Scrolls Six. Like I, I was just, you know, like a speculation thing. Like maybe I, what that they would, would go be in an interesting direction. plot line. I think part of the issue, though, is that means returning to Cyrodiil as the main, mm -hmm. as the main province. And as much as I like that, I think that they're going to move on to. I personally think into one of the Aldmeri Dominion uh, provinces. I think elsewhere is the most likely, but we'll yeah. see. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right, Mark. Anything else with your gameplay this week? Uh, yeah, no. Just basically with Redguard, uh, in preparation for finally getting it going, I've been building up um, uh, my s supply of health and iron skin and strength potions, which – because once you kill the dragon, you have access to his horde, which is always there. You can only hold 500 gold pieces, though. And each potion costs you 25 gold. So I've literally been running back and forth between Stros Makai and the Dragon's Horde. And I've gotten like 50 health potions and 35 strength and 35 iron skin. Mm -hmm. So when this starts up, I am set. All right. <laughs> yes. Um, let's, let's jump over to Mike. Mike, are you, uh, ready, ready to rumble, ready to roll on your, on your gameplay here? Uh, well, my gameplay was very short this week because uh, I spent most of my week in bed. I know we uh, haven't covering from this. We haven't spoken, and uh, I'm I'm wondering, you know, what uh, what you what you did. How are you feeling, by the way? I, I'm feeling better. Uh, you know, the docs got me on some potent meds to you know to get me through this, mainly because uh, I'm an asthmatic, and so it settled into my chest, and 
you know, that's like, you know, death oh, really? when you have asthma, you know, to have anything settle into your chest. I didn't so, know that about you. I didn't know you were an asthmatic. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, neither did I. Yeah, you know, I try my best to, you know, keep it under control with meds and running and stuff like that. And this winter, which, you know, we're coming up on April here in a couple of days and it's snowing like it's February outside, you know, has not helped at all. So No, definitely not. So, uh, but I did get to play some Skyrim this week. Um, so I've been working on a, my thief character who's trying to become the head of the thieves guild. And, um, I found myself in solitude doing, uh, one of the, the random, um, fix the ledger, ledger type of things. Well, Mike, before I, I hate to interrupt, but I think this is really important. I mean, this is the first time we're hearing about a Skyrim character of yours. I mean, what's the bill? Tell us the, the race oh. and what you're doing. I mean, well, he's I'd actually kind this. of uh, an older character because, um, I have I've been playing him for um probably 4 months now. Um okay. When I'm not playing uh so I finished the uh, the Nord character and uh, did everything I wanted with him, fought the Civil War. So then I started doing this one just so that I could uh do the entire Thieves Guild quest. Uh, I talked about this a long time ago actually. I wanted to do him uh as a thief without um you know pretty much being a thief assassin type of thing. I just wanted to be a straight thief. Trying to get through right. the uh, different things without killing anybody. All right. So, um, so what'd you, how'd you roll that character? So it's uh, a Breton, because I've never played a Breton before in uh, Skyrim. So I rolled a Breton. Nice. Um, did a, focusing on like illusion magic, because I picked up um, a, uh, uh, a mod uh, called Distract, so that uh, you cast this thing, and it pretty much is the, uh, the whisper voice shout, but turned into a thief type of thing. So I don't, I haven't even activated the dragon jet with this character. I got to pick and, your brain on illusion magic when, when you're done. Yeah, I definitely do. Yeah. This guy is a really, I mean, I'm in the mid thirties right now with this guy. Um, and I haven't activated the dragon, so I don't have any of the dragon shots. So that's why I got this spell so that, you know, I cast a spell and it says, Hey, skeever, but you know, <laughs> and then everybody goes looking at the wall where it hit. So, okay. uh, I was able to sneak through like Cal Salmo's museum and, uh, without killing anybody there until I got to the last room because I got uh, um, spotted, but then I just activated the traps and the traps did the killing for me. Oh, uh, I love that. Don't, don't you love it when a plan comes together, Rob? <laughs> <laughs> I love it when a plan comes together. <laughs> but uh, I was in solitude to do one of the numbers jobs for uh, Delvin, and um, I came across, you know, Jari Ra there, that Argonian who's like, I've got a job for you if you've got, you know, the time. And, you know, just got to the point where I was like, okay, this guy's really annoying the heck out of me. Let's see what he wants. And he wants you to go and uh, get rid of the lighthouse, turn off the light or the fire in the lighthouse in solitude. Uh, so that uh, the dainty, it's up by the dainty slowed, the one where if you play the Dark Brotherhood, you kill the the emperor. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, so you go up, you, tur- you put out the fire, and uh, a ship uh, crashes aground, and you go to see what's going on, and his sister's there, and pretty much they turn on you. And I'm like, okay, oh. that's it. Now, Argonian and all of her crew uh, bit the big one. Uh, <laughs> that was it, so- huh? Just, just killed them all. Yeah, you know, because it's not, a, a, it's not the, um, the Thieves' Guild quest. They're kind of like a rival you know, bandit guild. And so, uh, I had no problem at, at that point in time. It's like, okay, you picked the wrong fight now. And, uh, you find out that her brother is hiding out in broken Ore grotto and, uh, you have to go there and you have to actually kill him to finish the quest. Um, 
but that place is really cool because it's got all of the aspects of the other Thieves Guild quests. Like you can take the torches off the wall to reduce the visibility. Oh, nice. Uh, it's got a number of traps and a number of like, you know, puzzles to solve. And uh, just, you know, if you get up on some of the high ledges, you can look in to see that the uh, the grotto's main entrance had collapsed and crushed a ship and just some really cool, like, scenery to take a look at while you're in there. You know, that's one thing that, that always um, annoyed me a little bit about, about Skyrim is when you go into Skyrim in the very beginning, uh, it doesn't matter where you're going, you can always take the torches off the walls. And then, and then later on, like as you adventure through, through the province, you still see torches on the walls, but you can't take them off. <laughs> you can't take yeah, it's them It's really only in the ones that are associated with like the Thieves Guild quests because they're, yeah. they're trying to get you to reduce the visibility to increase your sneak bonuses. Yeah, that's. Uh, I, I guess that's the case. Maybe that's. Maybe that's what it is. Uh, I. I. I never recognized that, but I. I guess so. Um, I was just in. I was playing some Skyrim um, later. Uh, I think it was late last night, and I was in Silverdrift Lair, and I had seen a bunch of torches on the wall, and they are. They are riveted in there, like. Yeah. <laughs> I pull these things off the wall, and they're like, <laughs> damn it, the cave's coming with it. Dropping my microphone on the damn ground. <laughs> wait a second. Wait, wait. This this is the part that babbles you about Skyrim, not the fact that there is fresh food in a crypt that has been sealed for hundreds of years. <laughs> With lit torches on the walls. With lit torches on the walls, and then the skeletons have boobs. <gasps> I have That's- a pretty pretty high suspension of disbelief, so I. I, <laughs> I mean, I mean, come on, dragons, dragons, really. Shooting fire from your hands? Come on. Torches aren't coming off the walls. Game's ruined forever. Liz, (laughs) when you you have a point, Liz, you have a point. I'll tell you that. (laughs) Right. Um, All right. Uh, Yeah, sorry, Mike. I didn't mean to to interrupt, but I I mean, I was just... uh, It was just one of these things that that I had noticed, and it always annoyed me, so... Yeah, the only thing about the quest that I really would have liked to see um, was that... uh, Jarira and his sister were the only Argonians in this like maraudering black blood group. And I really wish like they had filled it out with more Argonians to give it a, a like a cultural flair, kind of like um, the Somerset Shadows uh, quest that you do for the Thieves Guild, where they're all um, high elves from Somerset that uh, you have to, you know, take out as a rival guild. That's the only thing I really wish is that it was, you know, more Argonian centric, the quest, I guess. So, hmm. uh, in terms of ESO, I really haven't had much chance to do much of anything other than log in and feed my horses. Wait, hold on. You, your, your, your thief in Skyrim is an Argonian? No, he's uh, a Breton. Uh, right. The, I'm sorry. Uh, you bad said that guys earlier. Right? In the, um, yeah. in the broken or grotto quest, the, the lights out, uh, lighthouse quest, uh, the two main characters are Argonian, but then everybody else who supports them is just, uh, you know, random Nord. You know, thief one type of character. Mm. So, all right. So, and what we were saying about uh, ESO, not a whole lot in in ESO. Yeah, not much other than you know feeding my horse. You know. Yeah, trying to keep up with that. Yep. So, but uh, I did do one uh, big thing, and that was finished uh, Rob's painting that uh, is in the mail now. So, Mm. and anybody who hasn't seen that, uh, it's on my Tumblr and my Twitter. And uh, there's one down on the notes if you want to see it uh, or if you want to post it up there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hold on one second here. Let me uh, just uh, uh, maximize the notes here and, and um, get the uh, 
this thing up. You know what I should have done was I should have I should have assigned this a scene in in um, <laughs> in XSplit. I didn't do that. Oh, geez. Speaking of speaking of XSplit, where is that? Uh, I was totally unprepared for this event. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> now the one thing I will say about my paintings that drives me nuts is like I take pictures of them with my iPhone. And these iPhones are supposed to be like super-powered cameras, and they always look like the blues and the purples get washed away. Yeah. Like whenever I take a picture, it's happened? like, uh, I don't know. What you do to it? I, I, don't, I, I tried to maximize it more, and then it just went I got away. moved down to another page. Is that what happened? Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, so like this one looks kind of like brown and dull looking right now on the picture, but uh, there's actually a lot more colors that are like MIA from the the photo and like the one that i sent you the the paladin of daggerfall i mean the photos that i have of it you can't tell that there's any purple in the stone and the shadows and uh yeah it's one of those things that it's like oh i wish that the cameras would pick those colors up better yeah oh the 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 the, your paintings are just are absolutely gorgeous um especially when you when you see them in real life versus the the photos that you've taken that was one thing that i had noticed when when i received the painting from you um i said wow this is this is you know, there's so much more colorful than yeah. Um, I was led to to believe from the picture. So, and the only one that's ever really had a good picture, I think, is the one I sent Mark with the yellows. The yellows came out really, really well on that picture. Mm. Oh yeah, but, no, uh, I mean, even even, even the, then, yeah, the the picture you made didn't, or the the photo you you posted did not do the thing justice. It's yeah. really good. So, if there's any listeners out there that you know have tips on how to take better photos of paintings, please let me know. Uh, Mike, you said uh, this is on your Tumblr page, right? I mean, yep. where, where, where can people find you on, on Tumblr? Same place as Twitter. It's just at KDR Mickey. I make it easy for everybody. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Liz, what have you been, what have you been up to in Tamriel this week? What have I been up to? What have you been, as if I didn't really know, but uh, that's my, my cheeky way of grabbing a segue over to you. Well, seeing as, yeah, um, uh, seeing as every time I play, Avarwin comes on, like, he follows me around. Um, uh, <laughs> you, like, totally follow me around, by the way. Maybe. Um, yeah, because you do jump out of the bushes and go, what's that? What's that? I do, I do, what's that? What's that? Well, well, when I'm, when Avarwin's not on and we're not running dungeons, I, I do my writs until he comes online and then says, hey guys, want to do a pledge? And I'm like, yeah, all right. But, um... Oh. I've been waiting for you all night. First, uh, first of all, I've been. I, I got a text last night from Avarwin telling me that he's been re-listening to old episodes of this show. Yes, and um, I have. Yeah, there was a certain episode ten, I think, something around there, uh-huh. and um, yes, yeah, it was very Liz. Um, believe it or not, in the very early days when this show used to be called Skyrim, off the record, uh, Liz, Liz has been. Liz has been with us from the very, very, very beginning. Uh, when we were doing live shows, she was she was here, and uh, quite the chat room maven. And uh, we invited her to be our very first guest on this podcast. Liz is our first guest. Was it? Yeah, <laughs> and and we named it um, uh, uh, a mistress called LeBeau. I like that. That was, that I was like the name lot. of the episode. And you've got to hear, if you can if you can listen to this episode. No, no. Listen to it. <laughs> it, it you are going <laughs> to laugh. I'm the only guy left around from the original crew, sadly. Um, oh, man. And it's it's great listening to these old episodes. They're, I think their production quality has, has gotten a lot better, you know, over the, what, 
four years we've been doing this show. Um, we started 2011, December 1st, 2011. I think we posted our first show, so it will be four years. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> if you... I can't believe that. Jesus. Um, I know. God. <laughs> All uh, from a shower incident. All from, <laughs> all from soaping up my chest in the shower, guys. Oh god! And then, and then here we are. Uh, we've got, we've got Liz, Liz LeBeau on episode ten or something on there. And and if you listen to it, it's just you can tell, like you can tell, you can you can see how. You're gonna. Should I hand you a shovel now? Ah, I'm trying. I'm trying the hardest thing not to mention age, but the fact is, is that she she just sounds, she sounds so young, and she sounds like a kid, and it's hysterical to listen to because she just sounds like a kid. And I was giggling over, and I sent a message over to Liz. I'm like, I'm listening to this, and you sound so much more mature now. Uh, I, I am downloading this as we speak. Oh, it's it's, it's quite the it's quite the listen. Well, I. Even though I had been podcasting for a few years before that, like I said, it was always at 10 o'clock in the morning. So really, um, that was one where I should have had my wits about me, but I was so excited because I loved this show so much. Yeah, whatever. Shut up. Oh, yeah. and, and, and you know what? Many, many of the people that are currently in the chat room right now were in the chat room at the time. I mean, I could, I could name, there's, there's people I'm looking right here, uh, that, that were there. SOC Hobbit was definitely, Oh yeah, Hobbit's been there. here for a while. Yeah, um, Monovan, Monovan's been here for from the beginning as well. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, Musclehead's been around forever. I mean, geez. Uh, so it's it was I, I got nostalgic. So <laughs> in any event, uh, <laughs> gameplay, Liz, gameplay. Your what did gameplay. you do this week? Yeah. Um, oh god, somebody mentioned the exploitress. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I hashtag Liz I, is a cheater. <laughs> <laughs> my God! How many months of emails did you guys read off that you know Liz is a cheater was the end of the email? Yeah, it was at the go point. Go back and and count the number. It was crazy. Yeah, crazy. that's funny. I'm not a cheater. Um, <laughs> but you know how I didn't cheat? I finished the gold content. Was up? Was up nice. now? Yeah. Good, else? Good for you. Oh, has Mark finished it? Okay. I'm oh, guessing. Yeah, well, yes, I have. We're just, you know, congratulations, Liz. Oh, well, a long time ago, I'm sure. Yeah. I was about to say, have any of you finished it? And then I realized, oh, yeah, Mark's higher level than all of us. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, whatever. Um, yeah, I finished that, and now I, I'm kind of lost. I don't know what to do. Um, steal stuff. Right, uh, I can steal stuff, but that's just, that's just child's oh, play. That's something know, that. I'm really glad that you mentioned that, actually, because there there was um, someone on Reddit had actually asked this exact question, like, "What do you do when you hit VR?" and and I had I I answered him, um, and you know one of one of the answers that I included was you know you could start silver and gold content, but um, Liz, you know I'm going to give you the same answer that that I gave this gentleman on Reddit was uh, undaunted pledges, which we've been doing. Mm-hmm. Let's break into trials. Mm-hmm. Uh, DSA, normal and then veteran. Um, alting is, is a thing as well. Um, and then, and then of course there's, there's Cyrodiil, uh, break into the, the alliance, uh, the alliance war. 
Yeah, I don't know about that Seagrajil thing because every time, except for that the last time we were there when, when Mark was there and we killed him very quickly, um, that uh, Seagrajil is just so hard to get around, and I, I I don't know, I don't know about that. But everything yeah. else, you know, I'll, I'll be willing to try because because I have found my niche, and and it is healing. I don't want to do anything else. Um, I finally, after a year of playing this game, finally have am comfortable. With something. Oh, let's give her a round of applause, yay. guys. That's yay! Excellent. And in fact, I'm getting a bit cocky. <laughs> that's okay. That's that's part of that's part of that's part of learning something. You you, you step into it, and then not just you. It's everybody. Everyone goes through these steps. When you learn to, and it does you apply this to pretty much anything. All right, you take your first steps, and you're scared. You're not too sure what to do, and then you experience your first couple of like, you know. All right, that was great, and I did well, and then and then you kind of get used to that, um, and then you get cocky, and then what comes after that is you start screwing up and making mistakes, and then you uh-huh. learn from those mistakes, and then you become experienced and wise. And, and yes, but telling your you know your teammates just take a health potion and, and uh, suck it up, buddy, is not good. Uh, well, I don't. I don't have <laughs> done that. True, yeah. No. Yeah. Just pick it on you. No, I, I don't think I do. No, you uh, don't. <laughs> I think my new keyword though is when I say I'm out of magicka and you guys are losing health. That's your cue to use a health potion. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, drink them if but, you got them. Is. <laughs> actually, this um, is so good. I actually don't carry health potions when we go. Oh, you BS. It's I carry true. stamina potions because yeah. I always run out of that. I do yeah, the same thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty bad about. For, well, I don't know how much stamina do you get back from those uh, those shards. Luminous shards? Uh, yeah. A solid amount. I mean, I'm not staring at my resource bars, but I get a solid amount of of uh, of stamina coming okay. back. So it's okay. it's keep it keeps me keeps me tanking. I'll tell you that. And I'm always right. like thankful for you when you drop luminous shards. That's for sure. I uh, yeah, and that's why I do it so sparsely because uh, I actually like hearing you go, "Yeah, I love those, yay!" <laughs> when they. <laughs> 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 so, I mean, I don't want to overdo it, so you stop doing that, and you just expect it. I mean, come on. Um, right. <laughs> I, I, I see. got your hook now, and that's yeah. it. You're done for. I see how, how this works out. Side of a true woman there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I am a bit... I should not be cocky about this. Last night, um, we did some content, and we died a few times because we were trying something new. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Some content. Well, I was going to let you you go into that. No, but, uh, break into it. Break into it. Well, we finally did some DSA. Yeah! Yeah, because yeah, uh, last night I was like, I don't know what to do. I mean, I've done the pledges, and I don't know. And seeing as I am comfortable with my character now, and I know you're comfortable with yours, and uh, we wanted to get you two, the, uh, the other two, uh, three, on... Uh, in the group, but somebody couldn't be online, uh, Mike. <clears throat> somebody was sick. And uh, right, yeah, the, the world sick. Yeah. And uh, somebody didn't answer some Twitter conversations. Now, now, Liz, uh, who who was with us in, in normal DSA last oh, night? Oh, don't say it was normal. Just say DSA. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, there goes the validity of that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, yeah. So we we had Ivarwin, myself, and Rage, and uh, we decided just the three of us. Hey, we're gonna see what this is. We didn't even know where to start. Like <laughs> we were I like, sh- I think it's in Craglorn somewhere. <laughs> just wandered into some arena, and we're oh okay, yeah, there we go. And uh, so that that was interesting. Um, 
we pretty much steamrolled through a lot of it. Uh, yeah. Until the last one. Until <laughs> until the, well, steam. come on, we didn't steamroll through anything. <laughs> yeah, we did. Nobody died. Well, at least the first round. We, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a tremendous struggle. It wasn't the struggle we thought it was going to be, but it was definitely a challenge. That's that's for sure. It was the challenge that that we were hoping we were going to find. It was a nice, comfortable challenge. Comfortable. That's 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 a good word. Yeah, it felt good. Um, I, think I think it's just the fact that we had made it to round three with three people in the group. Okay, so we had a spot open, and none of us were VR fourteen. I was VR six. Yeah, and I we, don't even we, know if that's like good. I don't. I don't know what. I don't know if it's good. You know what? I don't care. <laughs> well, here, here's the thing. Let's 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 be let's be factual about it. All right. It was it was normal DSA, and everything was VR fourteen. Right. We we got through the 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 first and the second rounds, which the the mechanics. I mean. The the mechanics in the first round are pretty much non-existent. It's it's uh here's here's a whole bunch of guys. They kind of do their own thing. You've seen this before in dungeons. Just kick their butts. Fine, Let's cool. The spikes. Got through it. Yeah, right. Exactly. Just watch the spikes. Uh, the second one different. You know, um, lots of uh, you got to make sure you're around those campfires in the frozen um in the frozen arena because you know. The temperature is going to drop and it's going to leach your health away, and and the, it's it can be healing intensive. And then you've got you know the the mages in out there who, you know, somehow they don't die from the cold. So as a tank, it's like, well, how do I make sure that this this guy isn't you know hitting Rob or hitting Liz? And so you stuck around the campfire and you do the same thing as in as in the first round. And then the third round comes in and it's like, okay, now you're going to die. It's the third round, the poison round with the plants. Yep. Yeah. Yes. It's been a while since yep. I've done DSA. Yeah. yeah, that one, yeah, that's, if you can get through that, usually the fourth and fifth are pretty easy compared to that poison round. And we were we were doing pretty good. Um, it's just every now and again, you kind of sidestep incorrectly and, and you sort of, you sort of, between the Nereids AoE and, um, you know, the, the normal uh, poison AoE that, that uh, crops up, you know, you could, you could put your foot off to the left or off to the right, you know, way too far and, and catch a, a double crushing uh, AOE thing on you and you just get one shotted. So. Oh, yeah. When, the, when those uh, AOEs cross and you see it coming and you're slowed and you can't move, you're like, oh, it, yeah, <laughs> it's it's uh, but, yeah, but at that point in time, you hope that one of the stranglers gets you and pulls you across the board. a little bit because they did yeah. uh, towards the end. They kept they kept grabbing me and, and uh, they would pull me through the the aoe's that was that was actually kind of cool but it was yeah. annoying too it's basically like my catchphrase last night trying to run this was i'm down i stood in the fart <laughs> yeah so so that was uh that was that was a lot of fun um I, I i had a great time tanking it uh liz did a great job with the heels you know rob veteran six and still doing you know unbelievable dps uh it was it was great and all we needed was you know uh, we needed Mike in there to, to you know, give us a, a little extra DPS. And I, I think we would have gotten through yeah. the third round had we had an extra DPS in there for sure. I mean, really, we had one DPS. I mean, yeah, when yeah. you should have two, we had just yeah. one. So, um, Mark, we got to get you in some of some of our grouping. Uh, it is it is something I am keenly aware of and want to get you into. No, no, no. I remember what happened last time. It's not end well. Oh, no. no. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be working on uh, on getting my um, 
<clears throat> Dominion. Oh, sorry, threw up a little. Oh, that, 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 that <laughs> oh, sounded boy, so good. <laughs> <laughs> Getting my uh, my Dominion character leveled up a li- leveled up enough. So, um, but uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm looking forward to that. I just need to get a character, you know, that I can actually get in with a group with you guys. Yeah, I would. I'm 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 dying to do something together as a full group. I, I'm dying to do it. Uh, anything else, Liz? Well, yeah, the the, the whole got? reason I brought that up was because I am an idiot. Um, I'm very uh, yeah. I should uh, castrate castrate myself or something. <laughs> what? Ah, uh, uh, because Do you of have this, the parts? I am retarded. Okay, you guys, uh, we were all dying. Um, okay, in that last round, and I'm worried about my gear. Uh, I kept saying, don't you guys need to go repair? Don't you need to go repair? I have repair kits. I bought a bunch of repair kits just for these occasions, just in case. And you guys kept saying, no, you don't need to repair. And I, I, that took me back. And I, and I looked at my, my uh, gear and I realized I have been judging my need to repair by the price value. Not the actual armor value. <laughs> you know how you can. <laughs> yeah. And so I've been wasting so, so much on uh, repairing this stuff. I mean, even if it's down to just like 80%, you know, I've got an add on that'll say that, but the armor won't have diminished, hasn't diminished, just the price has. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'm, a, I'm glad I figured that out. <laughs> And if you're doing DSA, like, you don't need to bring all those kits with you because if you beat that level, there's a little scamp that appears, and he'll do the repairs for you. And if your group wipes, there's a guy in that room where the the portal is that you can get repairs from, too. Yeah, we, we found the, that out, like, yeah, one of out. the last rounds. <laughs> yeah. We, we kind of put two and two together. We're like, you know, we don't need to keep rezzing ourselves with soul gems here. We could just port over to the... Um, uh, you know, it's poured over the starter to, room. to the starter room exactly, and just and take the portal. And there's NPCs there, so it's it's brilliant design there. They, we need more Dragon Star arenas for sure. I um, really, really like that, like that. it. Yeah. yeah, good stuff. I do. So um, we're working on that for sure. Again, 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 again. <laughs> Yay! And by the way, Evarvin, you've become a faster tank. Uh, he who jumps into a group of enemies without <laughs> waiting to see if her healer or his healer has uh, got all her magic back after a big fight. See what happens when you get cocky? <laughs> what? Well, Not you, you jumping into <laughs> yeah. next fights. Here we go, guys. Oh, like an idiot running on in there. No, you're 100% right. 100% right. I just like to tease you about it because I would do the same thing, honestly. And we ha- we've gotten some gold keys, you know, out of the pledges and stuff. So, uh, yeah. and I'm learning these dungeons like I've always wanted to. I have to say, in regards to undaunted pledges, all right, whether I'm getting a silver, a bronze, or a gold key, all right, I never feel rewarded when I open up those chests. I know not but- once have I, and I've been, I've been running these things. I, you know, I really think they need to do something about the, the, the rewards that come out of those undaunted chests, because every time I get something out of that, I'm like, Oh, that's nice. I'll just deconstruct that. I suppose. Well, I was thinking about the undaunted gear for your character. If you could get enough heavy on it, but I don't remember why um, that could have been just a passing thought. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, how much experience are you getting out of these? I don't know. Well, the experience, um, especially for, for like 
the, the experience coming at them is good. Um, I have a lot of fun running them. I think you know doing the pledges is absolutely worth it. Um, but if you're looking to to get better gear out of it, uh, if that's the only reason why you're running them, you're not you're not you're not happy. You're not a happy person. I just want to know that I've finished the vet ones. I mean, that's all I want to know now. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, I get excited. Uh, I mean, I know it's child's play to a lot of people, but to me, it's not because I haven't been able to do this before. Well, it's still challenging for us, those those veteran dungeons. And, and don't, you know, those veteran dungeons are are challenging. I don't, I don't care if you're running vet DSA um, and, and you've, I don't think anyone's got, well, yeah, I shouldn't say I don't think anyone's got vet DSA on farm because I'm sure there are some people out there that do, but... Uh, those those veteran dungeons, you know, you're not paying attention. You're going to get your butt handed to you. So, That's true. Uh, not, but they keep giving us the same dungeons over and over, it seems. Like they flip-flop every day. That's true. Yeah. Ah, the Elden Hollow, Spindle Clutch, and one other. A lot of, yeah, a lot of Elden Hollow this week, I remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man, I should have jumped in this week. Too bad I was dead to the world. This ain't the only one I haven't finished. Oh, really? Aww. We'll get you. Rob, you kind of crushed it this week, right? With the with the, the the pledges. Yeah, we were tearing up the pledges like crazy. Um, that's it seemed like you know just every other night, like, hey, Rob, you busy? Like, mm, no, nah. no, nah. yeah, sure, yeah, no, nah, not really. But yeah, like uh, knocked out a bunch of these uh, veteran dungeons for like the first time. So like, I feel like I actually accomplished something this week. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, you got. I remember seeing you at least two, um, two quests that you completed from from dungeons, right? You got at least two of them done. Yeah, and that's mainly just because whenever I level a character, like I'm not like com- you know always chomping at the bit to finish the dungeon or make sure that all of the zone is done. I'll do all the quest hubs and the delves, maybe the public delve. But it's like the dungeon, if if I'm there and it's convenient then and people want to go, yeah, sure, I'll run it. But for the most part, I just move on to the next zone. So, And I can't remember what I ran with what characters like back in May of last year. So it's <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. So it's like, oh, well, I'll be damned. I haven't finished this uh, this quest yet. Well, even if, you know, you have finished them and you go back to some of them, uh I was running through uh, the one in Oradon there with um, uh, that they expanded. I couldn't believe how big it was. Um, the mine that the guy uh, you find the note. Uh, oh yeah, was that Dell's claim? Dell's claim, yeah. And just I couldn't believe how much it almost had doubled in size. And I mean, it. The last time I was in there was you know when I, you know when we came out of beta that first month. Because I've only been, I've been trying to play one character in each faction, so I really haven't gone back to the AD zones to play some of the new expansions, and I was amazed. Mm. They're they're pretty. Mark, have you have you done any of the um, the expanded delves at all? Um, back in some of the older ones, uh, yeah. no, not really. I mean, well, actually, you know what? Now that I've been taking the newer characters through, uh. Yeah, I have I have started to hit some of them. Um, yeah, because they're in those uh, those earlier zones for sure. I mean, and it's not something that you completely notice right away either. It's kind of like you know you're running through this thing. You're like, this seems larger or different than the last time. Yeah, I remember it, it. yeah. It's sort of like okay, I'm going around, going around. Why didn't I bump into the boss? Check yeah, my map. Very subtle. Wait, this isn't a circle anymore. Yep, absolutely. So, 
yeah, there are some dungeons I've gone through. It's like, oh, geez, I can't find the boss, and I really got to move on and do something else. I'll come back and do it again later. Now, and I actually kind of like going in and you know it not being that simple. That go here, stop in this spot, and wait. Yeah, and the boss will be in. Five minutes. Tops. It was by design. They in the very beginning of the game, it was by design. They wanted you to completely loop around like that, every single one of them. And then they realized uh, maybe that's not such a good design anymore. Um, now, now, Rob, oh, I, actually, uh, sorry, uh, one thing. Uh-huh. Um, I was doing a dun- uh, dungeon in the Alakir, and it was clear that they expanded on that one. And the boss that I found in it, like they're the guys there are like raiding a bunch of Dwemer ruins. So when I came up against the guy. I think the first time you bumped into him, he was just a normal guy. This time he was actually in full Dwemer gear. And that was just a nice little touch that I thought, the, you know, it's a nice, nice little addition to add in there. Because if they're stealing all this Dwemer stuff, of course they're in Dwemer gear. Oh, of course. Nice. <laughs> uh, now, now, Rob, um, I, I see uh, you, got, you got some things here about uh, Rage's Angels and uh, yeah. <laughs> maybe your take a bit on, on our DSA run. What uh, what would you do this week, and uh, how how did that go for you? Well, like, this week I was just all over the place. Like, I didn't really have a particular character that I worked on specifically. It was just like, okay, I, I finished up uh, Silver Content with my Dominion Sorcerer, so I figured, all right, well, this is a pretty good milestone, so I'm going to start working on some of my lower-level characters again. Uh, so I, uh, I decided to start working on my... Uh, d- my Daggerfall Nightblade, and just compared to doing the uh, you know the silver content, regular content goes really fast, especially when you've already seen the story and you're not all that concerned about story, so you're just like next, 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 yeah, next, yeah. next, and they just go and kill everything. And I was able to take that character from like twelve to twenty nine in like two days. Uh, wow! Wow! And wow. and so I I took that character, got to Shornhelm. And said, yeah, I've got a Templar sitting there. So I pulled the Templar out and started leveling that. And this is actually the farthest I've ever gotten a Templar without getting pissed at it and deleting it. I'm so uh, proud of you! Because of the eyebrows? <laughs> yeah, well, I just believe it or not, the Templars that I've always deleted have never been because of the way they look. It's always been because of I just can't get behind how Templar plays. Call me crazy, call me whatever the hell you want, but... You know, like with the Templar, it's just like it doesn't appeal to me. But I, I decided to take a different approach because I always like stamina builds. So what I did was I went the opposite route with this Templar. I made a Magicka build, oh. and I'm loving it. This is basically a Holy Fire uh, Mage. Yeah, it is, and it is so much fun. And uh, I got this one to level 19, uh, so that's two levels higher than the uh, the last one that I had. Uh, that I deleted. So making progress, and um, and uh, <laughs> for what, for what Ivarwin was talking about, yes, um, I, I take my my gaming very seriously, uh, a lot more serious than I take myself. But uh, <laughs> I made I made a Twitter account dedicated to my uh, uh, to my uh, Daggerfall source uh, Daggerfall Covenant characters, uh, playfully known as Rage's Angels. So you can follow them <laughs> at Rage's Angels. <laughs> so, yeah, that's awesome. that. Now, what can we expect from from the Rage's Angels Twitter account? What can what can we expect from there? Um, what are you thinking? I, don't know. I, I would imagine, um, uh, other than character updates, because what I like to do is anytime that I play one of these characters, I'm just going to tweet out how far I got with which character that I played with. Um, 
And then when I'm bored, like if there's some downtime at work or I'm you know on a break or whatever, there might be an argument between that account and my Rage of the Rift account, which is my Ebonheart character's Twitter account. Yeah, so I now have two character Twitter accounts. It's ridiculous. Don't <laughs> don't ask. I don't even know. Yeah, you got Rage uh, of the Rift in there too. Yeah, you got Rage of the Rage of the Rift um, and uh, and Rage's Angels. Uh, so th- they might start banter- uh, bantering back and forth. Uh, I know I'm not the only person that does this on Twitter. So not at all. Not at not, all. Yeah. Not not at all. Not at all. But don't uh, don't forget, I've got uh, I've got a Twitter <laughs> account for um, the uh, Khajiit version of my my cat Brago. So <laughs> you haven't used that in a while. Yeah, I, I yeah. kind of forget about it to be honest. But just a little little bit of uh, fun that I have, you know. I like uh, it. I want to see lots of updates. Oh, I plan to lots of updates, lots of um, uh, lots of uh, screenshots, because obviously, uh, you know, two of them are still uh, non VR, and uh, so their their appearances are going to change, you know, like outfit wise as time goes on. So I'll, yeah. I'll update them to the more modernized or the the higher level gear uh, once they get to that appearance. But you know. You know, who, who knows? Who knows what I'll uh, what I'll do with that? All right, man. What else? What else you got? Um, well, last Friday, so we could go tonight. Uh, Esotr Akatosh had an event called Kleptomania. Oh yeah, ah, yes. That now, was so much fun. Now, uh, what that event was? It was a very short notice event. Uh, you know, because I thought of it literally the day after we recorded. And said, I wonder if we could get this to work. So we didn't get to broadcast it out on the podcast. But basically, the whole goal of Kleptomania was you had to steal as much as possible, but the non, like, just the fensible items, meaning the items that they serve no other purpose in the game other than to sell to a fence. Like, there would be no reason to launder it, period, the end. Just sell it for gold. Um and whoever had the most gold worth of stolen items by the end of the night, they had to email us screenshots because they're not tradable. Um, and just with certain add-ons, you can link in chat. So we could not, um, you know, like we, we wanted to keep it fair. So what we did was uh, anybody that wanted to participate would have to send an email to the, uh, the guild's email account. And I sat there and I counted each and every item and added it all up. And we had uh, we had three overall winners. Um, the uh, overall winner was at Ralrus, who is a member of uh, Meridia. That's our Ebonheart Guild. Woo-hoo. And uh, I can't remember the amount. I think he had about eleven thousand or twelve thousand gold worth of stolen items. Wow. <laughs> um, let's see. Second place was Soc Hobbit. That's in our chat room right now. I think he had about ten thousand. And then in uh, third place, uh, he's known as Jet Drew in game. Um, he had, I think it was, it, it was real close between two of them. So it was like, like ten, yeah, I think it was like ten thousand four hundred. Where, uh, Ev, um, where Hobbit had like ten thousand seven hundred. So it was real close. And the like, one of the big rules we had in here was that if you get caught by a guard, if you get caught by a guard. No mulligans. If the guard takes all your stuff, you have to start over. And uh, it was a lot of fun just listening in TeamSpeak to people going, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I got 200,000 gold. Worth. No, no, get away from me. Get away. I'm dead. Yeah, I was about an hour and a half <laughs> in and had probably close to 4,000. 
got busted by uh, the SWAT team uh, that as I was leaving this uh, couple's house in Daggerfall, and they took everything, so I started over. And then, uh, what was it, Valen was like in the two-hour mark. He was leading, he thought he was leading, he had all these blue items, and he got busted at the very like last third of the game. No, there's nothing like you, you're you're going along and you've got a number of blue items and you've just found a purple and you turn around and and that's when the guards are after you. Yeah. It's like you know you're not getting out of this one. It's just oh yeah. Well, speaking of purple items like that, yeah. I was stuck in the bedroom at Daggerfall Castle uh, this, after the thing, waiting for my bounty to go down because I didn't want to have to walk past the two guards to get <laughs> out of Daggerfall Castle. But you know, like. I sat and listened to this whole event uh, just because I was trying to moderate and uh, you know uh, you know keep things going in chat and also just kind of uh, just kind of pick on our players and team speak a little bit. So I really didn't participate too much, uh, but I decided to start working on my own Legere domain. So oh, nice. um, this is where the rage of the week comes in. <laughs> ah, so, ah, okay, hold on. Yeah, uh, that that guy that we banned from the chat room. I'm actually copying and pasting his uh, his disgusting comments into a uh, a, uh, a a report. So we're, I'm actually reporting this guy right now. Awesome. Yeah. Sweet. No, screw screw him. That that's BS. Right. <laughs> that pissed me off. So all right, here yeah, we go, whatever. guys. Rage of the week. No, oh, what the fuck? You gotta be freaking kidding me, man. That's some bullshit. Ah, come on. Rage of the week. I should probably re-edit that just to kind of cut it up a little bit more. (laughs) I always sort of forget how close we get on that one. (laughs) Uh, So, go on, Rob. What's what's up? All right. This is more like the the karma of the week uh, because I sat last Friday night just thinking like, oh, this is freaking hilarious. I'm sitting here listening to people that are getting caught by guards and losing all of their stuff. Like we had one guy in our guild that – probably would have come in first place but like 15 minutes before the event ended he got busted by a guard and lost everything like absolutely everything so uh and i'm sitting there this whole time going <laughs> it sucks to be you so then a little bit later on through the weekend i think it was about monday or so i was playing uh i was on my nightblade and i've decided i'm gonna start leveling up legere domain on my nightblade because it would suit the class better uh so I'm going around just trying to build it up, so I was stealing just about as much stuff as I possibly could, and I ran out of, uh, I guess, fence slots for the day, uh, so I had a bunch of these stolen items on me, and I, I didn't care how much they were worth, but all I cared about was gaining that Legerdemain skill, so I had maybe about 75 stolen items on me, um, and a bunch of them were like worth some decent gold. And I figured, all right, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna log this character out in the bank and just let it sit, and I'll log in once I once I can uh, take these defense some more. I have no bounty, uh, nobody's looking for me, nobody's pissed at me. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna sit tight. You're ready to go. You're 100 yeah, percent ready to go. I'm ready to go. I'm gonna log right. out and I'm gonna play on my sorcerer or something until tomorrow, and I can sell this stuff. And as I go to log out, what do I see in the Wayrest Bank but a Master Strong Box? Oh, oh I see. What and I'm like, hmm. Greedy, greedy, greedy. <laughs> so I just kind of go, and like, I just, it was like, bam, 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 bam. Got it. This thing had a blue 
um, recipe in it. So, of course, immediately I'm just like, oh, awesome, I'm going to take it. And I snagged it, and it was like right as soon as I went to steal it, my little eyeball went boop, and like, boom, caught. Yeah. And, all, and all of a sudden, I'm, I'm staring this, this uh, Wayrest guard in the face saying, stop, citizen, like, how oh, damn it. <laughs> and like, <laughs> and it's off to the races. <laughs> so, of course, I'm like, all right, I can run. Like, I, my, my bounty's not, not that high, and I, I've got over a thousand gold. I can run from this guy. So, I decide to run. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pay my bounty. So, I start running towards the door. You cannot exit buildings <laughs> if you are inside and you get caught because you're in combat. So, all I could really do is run in circles and. Yeah, the, you got nothing. You can't, you can't break aggro. You got nothing. And all I'm doing is pulling this other guard. Oh. And like, the next thing I know, I got like six of these guards on me. I'm like, what What the hell, man? You, you go away. Come on, come on. Come on, get the door. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just like, and, and I'm dead. Oh, and, poor Rob. And then like, okay, well, the guy got the, he, he got my blue recipe. And then it hit me. He got everything. I, I still had those 75 items sitting on, on my uh, on my inventory, so I'm just like... <laughs> oh. Uh, that might need another. <laughs> yeah. This is- yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, my, uh, my house definitely echoed with a very loud, damn it! Oh, I, I can imagine. 75 items? At- oh, that's- Language, just from hearing it when they're trying to sleep. I mean, it just, you know, it wasn't the fact of, like, what they were worth. Yeah. But I was, like, that close to my next Luzerna main level. And oh. it's like, man, I was so close. That's close. Oh. oh, well. All right. Um, I, I have, uh, I've actually taken to, if I've got, if I've lost everything for selling, or uh, I just launder everything and then just go to a merchant and sell it back. Because it costs as much to launder as it does to sell. Yeah. Yeah, so just... Yeah, that's how I've taken to. Eh, I don't care what these are worth. I'll just get rid of them this way. Well, I mean, I'll still try to gain some gold for. Oh them. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, for, for like, I'm talking like the the white ones. Anything green or higher, it's like this is the one I'm saving for selling. Except for the mud crab chicken thing that I found. That one I'm just keeping. <laughs> the mud crab. Chicken. There's a couple of them that they need <laughs> it, it, to get better uh, icons yeah. for, like the stuffed guar uh, pet. That you can get, it's a stuffed bear icon. I'm like, oh, yeah, it should look yeah, like a guar at least. Yeah, yeah. The mud crab chicken thing. It says it's it's the stuffed bear, but it says you don't know why someone would stick the head of a chicken onto the body of a mud crab, but you're pretty sure someone would pay money for this. But but why not? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, guys. So uh, anything else, Rob? No, that's no? pretty much it. My week has just been sporadic. I could talk about it for hours, but. Uh, it's really not that interesting. <laughs> uh, no, that, I, I don't think that's true at all, actually. I think we've been very entertained. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll keep mine short because we are going uh, a, a little bit longer than I, than I had intended um, for, for this particular segment. Uh, and we do have the news and, and whatnot to, to get through. Uh, so gold content. I am in gold content for ESO. I've been, I, I hit VR 11. I'm nearly 12. I've been getting tons of champion points and, been tanking uh, vet and normal undaunted pledges. Um, so, as an aside, uh, those are those are great for for just between doing between doing the quest for gold content and and just hitting up the um, the normal and undaunted pledges. 
I'm getting a lot of experience and I'm getting a lot of champion points as a result. So if you're finding it hard to get champion points and grinding those out, I'll just uh, just uh, do some quests and uh, those pledges. That'll help out a lot. I uh, started a new video series called How to ESO this week as well on, on YouTube. Oh, yeah. That's been fun. That's been great, right, guys? Mm-hmm. That has been fun. Oh, yeah. A lot of fun. Um, we've got uh, we've got three videos up right now. Um, how to uh, veteran kin, high kin lord Rillis in Banished Cells, as well as how to uh, maw of the Infernal for veteran Banished Cells as well, and how to be a criminal in, in Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, that's our, our first three that we've got up there. Um, we've got a, I've got a whole list of, of others that I want to hit up, uh, undaunted pledges, provisioning, crafting in general, uh, what to do after VR crafting writs, how to PVP, the champion system, how to, how to download and install add-ons, how to build your character, how to group up, how to begin. That's another thing I wanted to do as well. Um, but the real crux of the, the show is, uh, you know, we're going to be doing it once, twice a week if I can, um, what I want to do is I want to get I want to get your recommendations as well. So in the in the YouTube comments, just let us know what you'd like us to see, and we'll we'll make a video for that. Uh, we went through the uh, the DSA run with uh, with with Liz and, and Rob. That was so so much fun. I, I love doing that, and um, we're getting back to doing late night filthy casuals now that that uh, I'm much better and and um, Liz is uh, available as well and. Hopefully, some of you guys will be available for it. Uh, I'd like to do. I'd like to get back to late night filthy casuals. Other than that, I've played a lot of um, Oblivion this week as well. Just just doing um, quests for the Mages Guild on my Spell Sword Antonio. I had a really hard time this week with that, guys. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. You know what it was? It, for some odd reason, like I've done. I have a. I have a. I have a character that I use uh, that I don't stream with. In, in oblivion and he's gone through a lot of these quests and and I do it just to have the experience myself and then I know what to, what it's going to entail so I can sort of plan out an episode of lunchtime in Tamriel with that quest in mind so now I know like okay this is how I can do the quest and fit it in an hour if need be and I'm having the reverse experience like I'm blasting out this quest personally in like 20 minutes and then i do lunchtime in tamriel and something hitches me up and i'm like (laughs) it's like taking me an hour plus to uh to do the quest and and i've been hitting some major roadblocks prego's going in and taking all the cheat codes away i I don't know like for some odd reason i had to go to um i think it's breville right liz that's the uh the town in um, in Oblivion, that's like destitute, like the really poor one. Right, in the it was the place that you were saying naughty words about. <laughs> so, so I'm in Breville trying to do the the quest there, and it's very easy. You know, you you, you talk with um, you talk with an Ar- the Argonian female um, who's the the guild matron down there, and she's got some sob story about uh, one of her one of her girls uh, at the guild halls being uh, I don't know harassed by this this dark elf so you approach him and he's like yeah i stole her mage's staff because you know i'm apparently five years old and the way i i get uh, attention from a girl is by picking her nose and stealing her mage's staff i don't know whatever 
So, <laughs> so then he goes, you know, so so you can have the staff back. I feel like a jerk, but I sold it to this guy in in the Talos district in in oblivion in um in oblivion in um in the Imperial City. All right, no problem. So I go back to the guild matron, and she's like, "Okay, no problem. Here are some more of those those um those uh um beguile scrolls. Just use this on the guy, and you'll get the." You'll get the the staff back. Cool, no problem. Fast travel over to the imperial di- uh, the imperial city. Go into the Talos district. Knock on the door. Go inside. Hey, what's going on? Yeah. So this guy says, yeah. So so I love this. I love this mage's staff, and I'm not parting with it. No problem. Cool. Beguile. Just hit this guy with a beguile scroll. Talk to him again. I have three of these. Right. I have three of these in my inventory. I just used one. I got two left. Again, he's not giving me the scroll. So, all right, fine. Let me hit him again with this thing. Thinking maybe they stack, but realizing they probably just, if you use multiple beguile scrolls while you've got one active, you're really just refreshing the duration. Should have just hit him with the hammer instead. Uh, I, I tried everything with this. I mean, the three scrolls didn't work. And then the chat room's like, oh, use it on his wife. Use it on the wife. That didn't work. I'm like, okay. So now I'm going to sneak around and steal it from him. And... Eventually, what happened was I found out that you can steal it from him, but during the stream, I didn't I didn't find it. So I, I looked upstairs. It wasn't there. I looked downstairs, and it wasn't there, even though it is down there. I find this out off stream. So anyway, I got, I got stuck. I couldn't. But but when I did this on my normal character without streaming it, it was the, the, the Beguile scroll took immediately. It was not even a problem. I didn't know why they gave me three. So I don't know. <laughs> Something's up with that. I have no idea what it is. And then I, could I have... It, sorry, could it, could it have been his base um, disposition towards you? Because, uh, yeah, Oblivion has has an issue with making you play that stupid mini game. It's a wheel! <sighs> you know, yes. maybe maybe it was. I, I could have sworn that I checked and my, my disposition was maxed out with him, but maybe, yeah, maybe it yeah. was my... Maybe it was that. Maybe... It was my race choice. Um, Antonio is a Breton, I think. And my other main character is a Nord. So maybe this guy's got a thing against Bretons. Maybe that's it. I'll have to double check. But that's a good idea. Yeah, I, I thought maybe like the, the, the scroll was scaling off of my, um, my, my skill line. It could actually be doing that too. Yeah, it's supposed to... Uh, isn't that an illusion uh, spell? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. And I have 30... I think I have 30 illusion. It's not too bad, but... Especially since this is a Mage Guild quest line, it's right. not a... should be high. Yeah, yeah. really one, yeah. yeah I don't know, but I'll definitely check out that disposition, because I thought I checked it, but I don't remember now that I'm thinking about it. Um, and then I played a lot of... Uh, I played some Morrowind to gear myself up for last week's episode of, of uh, Classic Elder Scrolls. And that was a lot of fun. Um, I got my uh, my Dark Elf spell sword, Carnigan, I believe is uh, is his name. No, that's not his I, name. That's the Red Guard. That's the Red Guard. Uh, well, it doesn't matter what his name is. I don't oh, know. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I care. Grind, grinding, <laughs> grinding. It's not Navarwin. That's what we've determined. Though. Yes, it is not. It is not. It's uh, some random dude. Um, doing quests for House Telvani, and that that was uh quite the quite the journey trying to get myself over there. But I finally did it, and and we're up and running for Classic Elder Scrolls, and that was fun. 
Um, but I think my main story for this week comes from Skyrim, where I picked Janessa back up, my Bosmer thief, and uh, did a simple playthrough. And I, I, you know, of a cave I've never been in, called the Forsaken Cave. It's somewhere. It's 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 up in the north. Um, I think in like the Dawnstar area. So I found this cave. It's called the Forsaken Cave, you know, and it's like it's it's things like that 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 keep me in Tamriel. You know, you can explore the whole world for for years and still find something new. And you know, that dungeon was right up my alley. It's it's it started as something I thought was going to be a small like a small little cave had some ice rates in it, which I hate more than anything in any, in any Elder Scrolls games. I hate ice rates. They annoy the hell out of me. They're hard to like. They're hard to kill. Is that the one with like it's a all blue and like the little blue things follow you around? Yeah, yeah, the one you can't bring in a follower because if you bring in a follower, it like bugs and it's just pitch black. You can't see anything. Um, no, I could have brought a follower in there. Oh, okay. I, I could have done yeah. that. Okay, um, but yeah, like the little blue things follow you around after a while. That's that cave, though, right? No, no, no. Actually, no. I'm sorry. I, oh. I thought you were. I thought you were describing the ice raids there, but no, that's no like. Uh, a, because I'm trying, I just looked it up to see. I think that's. Because yeah, I think that's a really cool little one. If I'm thinking it's the right one, I, I think you're thinking of um, the one with. There's a whole book about like Engulf and the Sea Ghosts or something like that. Uh, that's like that particular cave or the one that you're thinking of, Mike. That's the that, book it lines up with. I think the one that Mike's talking about is you. You find it on like on a tiny island in the middle of some water, and it's like a hatch. That you open up and you go down in there and I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to have to go yeah. look for this now because I don't think I've ever been there. The Forsaken yeah. Cave. It's it's a great yeah. cave. It's a great dungeon. Um, Is this like the one that you drop into? It's near the Statue of Azura? No. Okay. Yeah, because th- that was one that like after playing for hours and hours and hours and hours on a completely different character, it was like – Hey, is that Falmer fencing I see over there? And I just fell into a cave, which was – it turned out, oh, it's a dungeon. Okay, I missed this completely. <laughs> yeah, no, that that it's it's that's not it. Um, it's that's not it. But uh, th- this cave is great. You know, uh, it, it's like a sprawling. It, it turned out to be a sprawling crypt filled with tons of Draugr, lots of traps, uh, and a big boss at the end as well. That that had like lots of cool loot, and I got a new shout too, marked for death, which um, it weakens enemy armor and life force. So when you the the first one, uh, the first word gives uh gives the enemy minus 25 armor um and minus one hit point for 60 seconds when you get the second word it just stacks from there so it's called uh marked for death if you're playing skyrim it's it's definitely cool to have you know where you get the next word where where's that you have to actually talk uh to uh a uh, uh, owner of an orphanage and put an arrow in her head ah grill of the kind yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the wall in the Dark Brotherhood that uh, has another word of uh, marked for death. <laughs> um, also, uh, just as a, a quick side note, um, I had this funny little moment. I'm, in, I'm running in Silverdrift Lair and with, with Janessa, my, my Nightblade again. And um, I, had, I had this moment when there was a, a Draugr chasing after me, and I had just passed a trap where you, you, you pull on a pull chain, these, this this door opens and this huge log just comes out of the out of the ceiling and is supposed to hit you in the face. Um, now because it, it missed me because I do mo- I do a lot of sneaking uh, with with this character, so I remember as I'm 
running away from this draugr, I remembered this thing and that I remembered that the log resets back up into the, um, the ceiling. So I'm running down the stairs thinking to myself, like, if I can pull off this idea that I have right now, this is going to be amazing. I run through the gate and I got the pull chain right here and I see the draugr coming down the stairs. And I said, all I have to do is just make sure he's past the log and close to the gate. I'm going to pull this chain and, and watch the show. Sure enough, this draugr comes running down the stairs. He passes, he passes the log in the ceiling. I pull down the chain, the gates shut. He hits the gate and the log comes flying down and hits him right in the back of the head. <laughs> Killing him instantly. <laughs> nice. Nicely done. Oh, so and here's even the best part. He got hit so hard by this log that he got smashed up against the um, the gate. And when I opened up the gate, he was stuck to the gate as if it had impaled him. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, it's hysterical. So when the gate opens, he's just like, you know, <laughs> What's he like again? <laughs> All right, guys, that's that's enough for that. Um, here, here we go. Here's here's the news, such it is, it is such as it is, and and uh, buckle your seatbelt, folks, because we got some some pretty interesting stuff for you right now. In their tongue is Dovahkiin, Dragonborn. Man, hour and what? 15, hour and 20 minute gameplay section? Yeah. We're excited. How did it feel, guys? Did it feel cool? Was it... Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. I like talking gameplay. So do I. Yeah. Alright. Nice change every so often. Now here's here's what we're going to do with the news, okay? We're going to do we're going to do the news fast and we're going to get some quick opinions. All right? So so news item number 1, creation kit becomes limitless. Modders of Skyrim have a reason to rejoice this week because Bethesda has in quotes pulled the restraining bolt that has restricted mod sizes to 100 me- megabytes end quotes stated by Matt Grandstaff, global community lead of Bethesda Softworks and a far worse lockpicker in oblivion than myself. Sorry, man. (laughs) Since the Skyrim launcher no longer downloads mods from the Steam Workshop, rather, it downloads them from the Steam Client, Bethesda was able to patch the launcher to download these files from the Steam Client. After a few weeks' worth of beta, the launcher has now been updated to version 1935. Since early January of 2012, the Steam Workshop has been able to host Skyrim mods, but... It's always been received with muted excitement due to this restriction. The Steam Workshop has always been a great place to search, find, and quickly and easily download mods onto Skyrim. However, the file size restriction has kept the most dedicated modders away and going to Skyrim Nexus for their mods. That will no longer be the case as word gets out that these large mods can now be hosted just as easily on the Steam Workshop. Uh, with all of this limitless potential, what has been some of our hosts' favorite mods and the potential for those to finally be on the workshop is is finally there. So I guess that's our question. Um, are you excited about about the idea that, that some of the best mods out there uh, on the Nexus can finally be on 
um, on the workshop and, and what's been some of your favorite giant mods on, on, on the Nexus. We'll start with Mark. Oh, well, um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've had found a lot of really nice mods on the Nexus and to be honest, because of Nexus, I really haven't spent that much time looking at the workshop. So, right. I mean, this, <laughs> this gives me just more reasons to now go and really check that out. Got a favorite now, uh, mod on the Nexus that you'd like to see appear, um, with easy installation on the workshop? One that I can think of of right offhand is called Interesting NPCs. And it is this massive two plus gigabyte file of like, I don't know, 20, 30 NPCs added into the world with fully voice acted, full quest lines. Some of them are marriable. Like, just like, it's so deep that they, like, they've added entire dungeons and that just for these different characters. But yeah, I mean, so that would be nice to have on there because it'd be nice to just be able to do a one-click download for it hmm. and just have Steam handle the rest. But yeah, I mean, it's stuff like that. I mean, I don't know if Frostfall's on there um, or anything. Yeah. yeah, Frostfall is on there, but I think oh, okay. that um, I think the author recommends to get it from the Nexus. Yeah, I mean, because yeah, it's stuff like those are the type of, of mods I usually look for and. That's the type of thing, you know, that would be nice to see there. I would kind of like to see Steam clean up the workshop because I always feel like the Nexus, I have no problem finding anything I'm looking for. The workshop, it, I don't know, it always feels like a struggle even to find things I've downloaded beforehand. Right. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Liz, Not what do you good. think about this? Is there is there a favorite uh, mod that, that uh, you found on the on the on Nexus that you'd like to see on on not really. Um, no. Thing is, is that I, I kind of think it's a, a too little, too late. People know Nexus is where you go. Well, most people do. That's a good um, point. Uh, there are a lot of people that put their mods out there and they say, ah, it's better if you get this on Nexus. So, um, like I said, too little, too late. Most of the modding I've ever done is in Oblivion, so um, I don't have that much experience. But, like I said. All right. What say you, Mike? So, I'm a big uh, uh, workshop user and... Um, I'm actually glad that it is gone this way because uh, there's a couple that I'd like to get on the uh, workshop that I usually have to go to Nexus to get. One of them being Cloaks of Skyrim. It gives you all of the cloaks for all of the different factions and the specialty cloaks uh, that you have to get from Nexus. So I'm hoping that one goes to the Steam Workshop. The nice thing about the Steam Workshop is I can sit on my phone at night, you know, laying in bed searching through to find something, click on it and say subscribe, and then the next time I log in, it'll automatically do the download. Yeah. Versus, Ooh, that's cool. Yeah, that's yeah versus cool. the Nexus, I have to go and favorite it, and then go, remember to go back and open the, the client, search through anything that I favorited to see if, you know, if I want to download it. So it's like, oh, the, the Steam Workshop is so nice because I can do it kind of like as a, a mobile app almost. Uh, and what about you, Rob? Um, I actually share Liz's sentiments that I think that this is a, while it is a good thing, I think it is, you know, too little too late. Mm. Okay. Anything that you'd like to see from Nexus hit? Um, I think, I think Better Vampires is already on there, but like, uh, like I said before, I think on the Nexus it was bigger, so there was like a smaller version on the workshop before, so... It'll open it up for uh, for people on the Nexus to actually get the full version of it. I love that mod. Okay, um, I like to see. Um, I'd like to see. I don't have anything in particular, but I definitely like to see one of those those giant mods 
that just add like a whole new area <laughs> to to Skyrim sort of hit like Falscar. Yeah, that would be perfect for this. That'd be great. Um, okay. All right, here's the next news uh, news item. Patch uh, 202 of Elder Scrolls Online gets the PvP crowd up in arms. Raise your... <laughs> <laughs> raise your siege weapons? Uh, this week's update from Monday, March 23rd, dropped a little surprise for you PvP po- folk. A buff to siege weapon damage versus enemy players. Soon after the servers were back up, the patch notes released, and our intrepid Digital Alliance warriors stormed the Thornblade server with their weapons in tow. Did they realize that standing in the poo when the fire ballista strikes feels a lot like soul-crushing strike from Molag Ball's mace? Here's here's the details as what happened on the notes. Uh, They significantly increased siege weapon damage against other player characters, increased trebuchet damage against keep walls, Increase XP received from killing other players by 50%. Uh, increase the XP provided by many of the less lucrative quests in Cyrodiil. Um, on and on and on. But the, the big thing in is they significantly increase siege weapon damage against other player characters. Now, as you can imagine, this new addition to PvP was so well received by the PvP pl- player base that they took to the forums in anger. Minus the pitchforks and siege weapons. And just like the first pot of burning oil on your character since the update, tensions about the issue are still at a boiling point. Many have said that PvP is broken forever, just like that time when forward camps were removed. (laughs) (laughs) Which is now being lauded as one of the best PvP changes. Uh, the effect of this update does have significant impact, however, on how keeps are being stormed. Uh, it's forcing players to spread out, not Zerg and Rush Keeps, and some have noticed that it's reduced lag quite a bit during large-scale fights. Uh, today, as of ESO Live, they've confirmed that they did do this increase. It was intended, um, but they did not intend for a certain damage modifier to be included, which is making the damage go beyond what was intended, which is in the tens of thousands of damage, those 30k, 40k hits. That was not intended. So they are looking to tune it down a bit. Um, I know none of us really PvP, but, I mean, is there anyone that has any strong opinion about this? Anyone that, that thinks uh, thinks anything uh, about this they want to sort of weigh in on? One cool thing I, I found I was reading was um, the uh, the mobs in Cyrodiil. What they did is they bumped them up to VR12. Uh, but what they also did is they nerfed the mob itself, so... It's not gonna. It's still gonna feel more like a VR five, VR six level mob when you're fighting it, but you're gonna get the experience of it being a VR twelve mob. So that was uh, one thing I thought that was really a, a good way because I remember we were talking on one of the non-streamed events, and I was raging about how you know this is really gonna drive more people away from going to Cyrodiil if everything's VR twelve, and uh, but if they nerfed the uh, the mobs hit points and damage down but gave them the experience of vr12 i think that'll actually drive more people especially people that are finding that they're running out of things to do on their main character uh to try and get those that xp okay um anything else from anyone else any opinions no yeah there's some strong opinions out there on the forums but uh uh, take heart, guys. They are they are looking into it. And I think they said either this update or the update after. They're going to try and get something out there. Uh, ESO Live update. 
as of today. Crown Store items and more. New pets are coming to the Crown Store like... Perk your ears up, Liz. Breville Retriever. That's a dog pet. Puppy! And a Banekin Daedra pet, which looks pretty cool. Uh, new XP gains are coming as well. XP gains in Cyrodiil and Trials uh, in patch 2.0.2 came this week. We mentioned that earlier. And what is coming, XP gains in Dungeons. That's, Ooh. Uh, that's coming as well. Uh, we did get an Imperial City update. They had an Ask Us Anything with uh, Wheels, Brian Wheeler himself, uh, the PvP guru over there in Zoss, and he said they are taking a while now. Uh, let's see, the Imperial City is taking a while uh, because it has to adapt to the champion and justice system, but uh, it is on its way. He also said that um, it seems like well, this is me paraphrasing, all right, but it, it seems like they are starting to put some serious thought into arenas for ESO. Uh, it was based on the the interview they had today with Brian Wheeler. They are. It really looks like they're putting some serious thought into this, and that they currently do not have plans for dueling. Uh, they mentioned that patch two o three next week will include uh, some sort of healing aspect for rite of passage for Templars and. What? <laughs> what's that? What? <laughs> what? Uh, healing. Uh, there will be a healing part that will be attached to the Templar ability Rite of Passage. Okay. And uh, why? Does it already have a healing component to it? Yeah, I think Rite of Passage. Well, I, I, well, if I, I remember, think that's the ultimate. S- if I remember, they said that it's going to start targeting like the lowest health oh, members okay. instead of the nearest proximity member. Yeah. That's so, nice. You know, It'll okay. save the the people that really need it the most. See, when they say the devil's in the details, there's a good example. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, and uh, apparently, Molten Whip is going to receive a fix for for Dragon Knights. All right, um, guys. Anything on that? Maybe uh, any any anything to add on that news item? All right. uh, just for adapting to the justice system, I now have this image of you finally get into the Imperial City. You're in that uh, a section where that's sort of been blocked off from the Daedra. You know, clan affairs and twi- Twilights are coming in and just slaughtering everyone and the guards there stopping you because you took that apple. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's uh, just what I have in my stop. head now. Except halt, 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 halt. <laughs> yep, but mind that giant thing made out of uh, made out of body parts is attacking you. You took that apple. All right, um, here we are, guys. XP potions in Tamriel's rumors. Oh my God, Becky! Did you hear what Yorun just did? <laughs> Poppycock. Whatever. (laughs) Dominoid on Reddit does it again. Recently, the data mining hound that found a ton of information about spellcrafting has posted on Reddit his latest shocking additive that may come to Elder Scrolls Online. XP potions. XP potions are common in MMOs, especially when they drop their subscription requirement, and it's an item that can be purchased in a cash shop. However, the image that Dominoid 
Data Mind shows a gold level XP potion that grants plus 50% XP for two two hours with a two-hour cooldown. Most of the community is up in roar over this discovery. Tonight, we're going to share our opinions on this very controversial topic. Um, we should also, well, we'll, we'll bring it in, but, um, in, in a minute. Okay. Um, so, so we, we, we got, we did get something on ESO live today, which was, um, I think Jess Folsom had stated that they are aware of the screenshot. They know it was data mined. Um, however, nothing is, is solid. Nothing has been confirmed that that's actually going to happen. They did say that that XP potions are coming to the game, but uh, those numbers are not solid yet. Nothing has been, no choices have been made on this. Um, who wants to weigh in on this first? Anyone? I didn't realize it was going to be fifty percent. I thought it was something else. I mean, I I do get confused because I knew that I knew that the uh, people that subscribe get an experience boost, and. Uh, Man, I heard about potions, but you know, so much information is muddled. But fifty percent? Holy crap! Yeah. I don't even know if I got that in Rift. Well, that's going to be the gold level, um, gold level version of that. But still, I I know maybe that's thirty dollars potion. What's that, Mike? That's a twenty dollars potion. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, me personally, okay, I'm not cool with this at all. All right, uh, the the experience gains that you get just for being an ESO Plus member. Even if maybe you have the um, maybe you have the the rings of Mara plus this, that's going to be like seventy percent. That's ridiculous. Now, with nothing at all, okay. A lot of people were complaining that um, just playing the quests, you you got a lot of experience, and by the time you were completely done with an area, you were over leveled. Over leveled, yeah. For that zone, I mean, do we really need something like this, or is this just a cash grab by Zoss? I don't like it. I hate it. I think it's it's um, it's going to cause a lot of problems, especially at end game. And there are some in the in the community that are saying that you know, uh, once we get a lot of people in the end game that are buying these things, it could cause uh, it could start creating development um, issues during development. They're going to start developing for people who have purchased this stuff. And yeah. and gotten to end game a lot faster, and that that could cause issues. The other thing is too is the the issue of you know are you are you essentially buying champion points? I think that's a little extreme, but some people believe that. Uh, what about you, Rob? Uh, what do you think? All right. Well, I mean, I've, I've given this some thought, and while while I'm okay with. With the potion existing, uh, I think 50% is a little steep. Um, I'm also not very keen on the whole two-hour cooldown. Um, but mainly what, what I think this is for, this is not for people that are trying to gain levels or veteran levels. This is for people that want to gain champion points. It's that simple. Because if you think about it, a player can gain one champion points worth of enlightenment per day stacks up to 12 times. Call it what you want. That is essentially one champion point 
per day. You can gain three hundred and six, or excuse me, three thousand six hundred of them. It will take you ten freaking years if you gain one champion point a day. Now, obviously, people are going to be gaining more than that, but still, ten years. People are going to want to gain that much faster. So the way that I see this is, this is an excellent marketing move by Zoss to get people to want to gain this stuff faster. Does it mean I agree with it? No, not at all. I think that what they need to do is they need to go back and look at what Matt Firer said that any consumable that is provided in the cash shop or crown store, whatever you want to call it, is also going to be available in-game and of better quality. So that is what I am hoping that this direction goes. Uh, You'll be able to craft a potion for 100% XP for one hour cooldown? Oh, or, or, or even maybe possibly what, you know, what this, this object is might be a legendary potion that can be crafted. I know it, it, it you know, was data mined from the crown store, but again, just like Jess and Gina had said on the Reddit forum as well as the official forums that anything that is data mined is not official yet in-game and can change at a moment's notice. So keep that in mind. That's that little fine print you got to remember with this. So it's very I'm, true. I'm, I'm just going to keep an eye on this and you know play devil's advocate for a minute. You know, I I would like to. This is such a this is such a cheap a cheap cheap way. This is this is sure money coming from from the crown store. Anyone who has any 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 game creator knows that if they have a cash shop in the game, one of the things that people are going to buy are pets, mounts, and crap like this. All right, I I challenge. You know, I challenge Zoss. If if any of you over at Zenimax are listening to this, I challenge you. Come up with a creative way to take my money from me. Not this crap. Pickpocket it. <laughs> uh, I would have to agree with the natural. They want to make money, sell bag space, sell alt space. Oh right. my god! Yes. You sell you sell yes. that. I mean, Rage might you know supply enough money just to, for Zoss just to keep his character collection going. I, yeah, yeah. I Damn think this straight. is. I think this is way too much. I think even even with a high cost, uh, a high price on this at a very high tier, fifty percent XP potion for two hours just does not belong in the game. And I, I, I'm not okay with any XP potion being in the game because of all of the sources of XP that that are already there. Okay, uh, you know, Zoss. You're taking away a very large uh, incentive for people that already um, subscribe to the game. You know, one of the best things about ESO Plus is that you do get that 10% XP. All right? Make it worth it. I don't understand why you have to offer something like this in the store. To me, it just, it just, um, it, it's, uh, it's a, the, the potential, the long term potential for it having a negative effect on a game we all love is very real and and i i don't think um it belongs there at all whatsoever mark what about you what do you think um well this is really my first mmo so i'm still not 100 percent certain like this is the first time i've dealt with a store and that type of thing sure. okay um so i'm still kind of trying to figure out what i think about this instinctively no I, I don't see a point. I, I'd rather not have stuff like this in the game. 
on the other hand, I can see how if you don't have a lot of time, but you want to, you know, to play and you want to build up your champion points or something, you know, it's if you're willing to throw the extra 20 or something in, okay, that's fine. I have no problem with someone doing that. So I can see how it could fit in the game for for someone. But yeah, I mean, there's always then the, that small group of people who are going to just completely abuse it. So yeah, I'm, I, I have to be honest. I don't know. I'm, okay. I'm really uncertain as to whether or not it's a good thing or a bad thing. For me, I kind of, I kind of think it's not really going to matter that much, at least the way I play. Yeah. Because I don't really do a lot of trials. I don't really do PvP, if, you know, right now. And even if I was doing that, the number of people that it's going to give that much of a boost to is going to be extremely small. You know, well, that the ones that are getting the biggest benefit out of it, the ones that are really slapping down their credit cards every every four hours. You could look at it from the way of, like, when they had the Emperor swapping problem going on where, you know, people would, you know, get their Emperor ship and then drop it so that, you know, their buddy could get it. And how many, you know, former Emperors we have that really, you know, it wasn't really earned. You know, it's the same kind of concept that if if it's out there, there's going to be a group in the community that will abuse it to, you know make their character invincible uh, there's a that, number of there's a number of negative things that that could yeah. come from this for sure without a doubt um i i think just the idea of it being in the game and that potential existing is inappropriate and i i, th- I don't think they should go ahead with this at all all right guys um guild updates this week in tamriel holidays plus your youtube comments tweets and emails in our in our uh, community section right after our bumper I've been looking for you. Got something I'm supposed to deliver. Your hands only. And Rob, take it away with our ESOTR guild updates. Let me make sure I'm not muted. All right, there we go. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. For our guilds, uh, tonight is the event A Killer Among Us Part 2. It's a murder mystery. Uh, that is being sponsored uh, or, or being conducted by our Evan Hart Pact Guild, ESOTR Meridia. Uh, if you are interested in joining this guild and being part of this event, please send a message in-game to at Naravar-Telvani, uh, and uh, they will uh, they'll get you set up. It should be a good time. We did this about... Um, uh, they did this about a month or so ago for part one, and it was an absolute blast. Uh, tomorrow, ESOTR Stendar, the Daggerfall Covenant Guild, is going to be holding a somewhat minor event starting at 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh, that that Saturday, the 28th. Um, basically, just a lobby leveling event. We're going to meet at the Daggerfall Way Shrine, do delves, world bosses, dolmens, gather mats, whatever we need to uh, gain some levels. That's pretty much uh, all uh, we've got going on uh, with those guilds. Also, keep an eye out for some guild guidelines that are come out soon that uh, all guild members should be aware of. Okay. Um, Mark, would you mind uh, would you mind reading off this week in Tamrielic Holidays since you are our guest today? No, nope. sure. Why not? 
Well, uh, first seed the 25th was Flower Day. Flower Day is another of the frivolous celebrations of High Rock. Children pick the new flowers of spring, while older Bretons, cooped up all winter, come out to welcome the season with dancing and singing. And the 26th was the Festival of Blades. During the Festival of Blades, the people of the Alakir Desert celebrate the victory of the first Red Guard over a race of giant goblins. The story is considered a myth by most scholars, but the holiday is still very popular in the desert. Great. Uh, thanks for that. And uh, YouTube comments from, uh, let's see. Well, what do we have first? We've got uh, this week's Twitter question, right? Uh, Liz, would would you mind with uh, with the, the question and the answers uh, from this week? The question, I'm just seeing the YouTube comment. Um, all I'm seeing is YouTube comments. Okay, so so I'll I'll throw it in there, and then we'll get the we'll get the comments from you afterward. Okay. Uh, so this week's Twitter question is: What's your opinion on this coming to the store? And that's the experience. I linked a picture of the experience booster, um, potion that that um, we just talked about, and we got a lot of comments that came from from this as well from uh, from Loki five three seven. Not a bad option. Dave MG says, fine, if it's just for XP, but if it's for champion points, bad move. Uh, the Optimal says, it's awesome, and I can't wait to level my alts faster. Uh, w. Scott Hamilton saying, hoping to at least not look like a filthy casual. LOL, very excited. Steve Mink Jr. says, I know many will claim pay to win, but I like it. What I really want is bank and inventory space. I'm new and... My inventory sucks. Ebonwind says, wait and see what unfolds. A potential pay to win. Ralph, all sources. I'm sure, I'm sure, let's see, sure looks and sounds like something that's going down the path of pay to win. Dirty Pony says, um, what? <laughs> Kilted Piper. Can I buy it now? I think it's really helpful for us altaholics, but I could see some complaints about champion points. Uh, wow, we've got a lot going on here. So <laughs> there, uh, there, there seems to be a, a lot of back and forth, and it seems to be a, a bit of a mixed bag. Lots of people like it. Lots of people don't like it. I think the one consensus we can get out of just some of those responses is people want it for experience for their alts. Yeah. Not for, like, you know, boosting yeah. a main to, you know, god level. Yeah, that seems to be an agreement. Um, Liz, we had some YouTube comments from episode 143, Tariel Unlimited slash Crown Store Impressions. What yes, from Kati ESO. When I finally loaded up ESO 10 minutes before I had to leave for work and saw the fire horse, I thought, awesome. And then I looked at the price, 2,500 uh, gold and how much I got? 2,000 What's the crowns. crowns? Sorry, thank yeah, you. It's okay. And I was, and she was, or he or she was expecting three thousand, and then noticed that it was about twenty five dollars, and was really disappointed. I'll just wait for my tiger senshay. Sench senshay. I picked up the white run wolfhound and the wedding dress. Maybe when Dark Brotherhood comes out, I'll, I'll pick up. But twenty five dollars is pretty cheap. Steep. 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 Sorry. It's okay. And uh, from Magic, from Magic Mushroom. Mushroom. Next time you get endless loading screen, try. Try to disband the group. That should help. Ah, yes. Thank you. A good tip right there. Um, Mike, our, our email. Okay. Hello, hosts. I keep hearing how arenas will never be introduced in-game. 
I don't know if this is true or not, but I thought of a way Zoss could implement it without completing destro- completely destroying Cyrodiil. Back in Elder Scrolls Oblivion, where where were arenas held? It was right in the Imperial City. What if they were to place an instanced arena in the Imperial City for the faction that currently controls the Imperial City? This is going off the basis that they are still going with the mechanic that only lets one dominating faction in Imperial City at a time. I am not sure if they are still going with that mechanic. So, what if the faction that has control over the city gets to have a setup dueling with their fellow faction and earn rewards that can only be earned from winning duels in the arena? I am not sure that this would even work, or that it would be desired, but I believe that this would be one of the few ways to keep giving incentive for aiding the war in Cyrodiil and still give players what they have been asking for since day one. Thoughts or other ideas? I'd love to hear them. For the Queen. But it doesn't have whose it's from. Uh, no, that's it's true. It doesn't. Um, so by Anonymous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, from anyway, Kenneth. Anyway, yeah, Kenneth. <laughs> Kenneth, thank you, Kenneth. <laughs> who's, uh, who's got... Who's got an opinion or an answer on this one? I do. I do. Go ahead, Rob. What do you think? I like the idea of having arenas like in the game. Not you know, not necessarily just with the Imperial City, but he takes it one step further. I, I like that aspect of it. If you want to do one-on-one combat, um, what I don't want to see is dueling. Period. Like as in, like I could walk up to Ivarwin and type slash duel. And then he gets a little prompt that says, Rage Philosophy is uh, uh, challenging you to a duel. Do you accept? Yes or no? And I could be a total, like, VR-14 dude that picks on his, like, level three. Is like, hey, man, let's throw it down here in the streets of Wayrest. Yeah. You want, like, I, I don't want that in this game. Sign-ups and actually going to an instance place to do it, I'm, I'm cool with that. Yeah, I, I would agree to that. Um, anyone else? Mark? Uh, Mike? Uh, yeah, I like the idea of doing of having arenas, but I, I think what he's describing gets a little. I don't think that that would be nearly as popular as it, as he, he would hope it would be. I mean, think about it. If you want to go to do Dragon Star Arena at the moment, you go, you just go there. Yeah, you have no problem getting there. It's you're in, you're out, you're in, you're doing it. No time, really. right? The way he's describing it, one, you need your alliance to ha- to be controlling the Imperial City. Mm-hmm. Then you need to get your character over to the entrance to the Imperial City. You need to weave your way through the sewers into the Imperial City. And then once you're in, okay, then you can go and do the arena. And of course, what happens then if you lose, you know, if you lose the Imperial City? Does that mean that at the end of this round you're automatically kicked out or, or what? It's just sort of, that is so many things that it's not a simple, let's just go in and have fun with it. It's now become a process to even have that opportunity. Yeah. I don't see many people seeing it as worth it. If they now they could do what they did with the undaunted enclaves. They could just add a little area, uh like a roped off or a fenced off area to um I don't know, the the major cities, just just as an example, a major city. And and they could kind of do it the way that that um uh, the 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 Romans used to do it. Okay. You've got you, you can you can do these these um, arenas in all of the the different various towns that exist all throughout you know the the world and all throughout Tamriel but 
once your alliance has taken control of the imperial city, then and only then, once you've you've um, gone to all the in, the different um, the the different uh, arenas that exist in your faction, and have I guess leveled up your reputation, can you compete in the main arena in the imperial city? And you would have a way shrine that would uh, that would you know fast travel you to to that without having to wind through all of it. You, you sorry, you just made me think of something. The whole point of Arena originally, the first game, was it, the idea behind it was originally you're a gladiator and you're traveling around to different towns right. to fight in gladiatorial combat. That was the original thought. And then they thought, oh, well, here's a map. Let's use that. And then later on, they decided just to reuse the map and make an entire game world around it. <laughs> um, I just now had – you just gave me the idea that they do all that and now through you know, uh, your 1 to 50 silver and gold – you go to all and become champion of all the different arenas, and then there's a special fight in the Imperial City Arena that, for some major title or yeah, that that, that, that might be cool. I, the, the thing is, is that Brian Wheeler yeah. was mentioning that he wasn't talking about this in in an absolutely not not going to happen sort of way. It, it does seem like they are going to try their best to get something like this into the game. So so we'll see. We'll see how it works out. Um, I think everyone weighed in on this topic except Liz. Do you have anything? Uh, the, no. People no. would complain so much about whatever faction is leading. Yeah, I'm not even going to go into it. <laughs> yeah, there's All right. three things I'd like to see with arenas if they do it. One would be an inner faction fight. So like, if it was based in the Imperial City, that all three factions would be able to enter opponents uh, so you could fight each other. Uh, the second would be that you would have a random lottery type of arena where you can just sign up and you don't have to know anybody or, you know, and everything is like anonymous, your team yellow versus team blue. And then the third option would be to have that, like if the, you know, if you and I wanted to go in and duke it out to see who was better, that we'd have the ability to sign up to fight each other. Uh, you know, but it all would have to be contained within arenas, not open world, you know, slash duel type of thing that like Rob was saying that he didn't want to see. All right, guys. Well, good thoughts, everyone, um, and uh, food for thought, indeed. So, so um, there it is. That's our that's our show. Hopefully, you've enjoyed a slightly new format. Um, we'll, uh, of course, we'll we'll let you you let us know what you think, and we'll we'll go from there. Um, speaking of this show, where do you get it? Uh, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, QuestGamingNetwork.com, and of course on YouTube, YouTube.com/QuestGamingNetwork. And you can find us on on our website questgamingnetwork.com. Uh, we're also on Facebook, facebook.com/questgamingnetwork. You can tweet at us at Elder Scrolls OTR, and you can hang out with us live on Twitch, twitch.tv/questgamingnetwork. Uh, the next episode is is probably going to be Monday, April sixth at nine p.m. Eastern. Uh, why why so long from now? Because um, the uh, the week I was out for my surgery unfortunately has has kept this show completely out of sync with uh with my work schedule and i'm going back to work starting the beginning of next week um so it's going to be a while before we're able to to put out another show i apologize uh but it'll we'll be back on track on a regular schedule starting monday april 6th at 9 p.m eastern next episode of classic where you get to hear mike and mark uh go go uh uh, become brilliant 
with their uh, with the amazing lore that they give us. That'll happen Sunday. Sunday, April 5th at 11 a.m. Eastern is our next We're episode. talking about the tribunal, so be there, people. Oh, become yeah. brilliant. That's right. Every every episode of that, you guys become brilliant. And, uh, maintain your brilliance. Okay, final thoughts, guys. <laughs> Starting with Liz. <laughs> uh, that's it. Uh, bye. bye. Bye, everyone. Uh, and Rob. Uh, later, guys. I'm out. Mike. Uh, I'm back from the dead, hopefully. And Mark. I didn't get killed this one. Good times. <laughs> Mark survived the end. <laughs> Mark, you were a great guest. Thank you so much for taking time out to be here. It was it was great having you. Oh, it was great to be here. Lots of fun. Thanks to uh, our, our live chat room for... It uh, seems like we were able to keep their, their interest and it uh, seems like everyone enjoyed our... our uh, our slightly different format. Um, thank you to you for downloading and listening and for you watching us on YouTube. Uh, please hit that subscribe button. It helps us out quite a bit. Take care, everyone. Be safe. And as always, may the force be with you.